you got to do the backup, you know. Now, normally at this point, I go, right, let's get this shit started, right? And I expect, you know, Duke to play the theme tune. Yeah, yeah. But he's not here, I guess. Better a gamers. That kind of thing. Yeah. So what what I think we should do? Let's pretend that's happened, and then we can just start the show. So, that's going to happen, sort of, now. Sony, come on now. Are you seriously talking about video games? This guy is an idiot. Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that one. I would draw my question. It's the veteran gamers. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? Switch that console off before you have to. Oh, come on, let's get down. Come on, everybody. Check me out. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Hello and welcome to show 163 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think we should get that out of the way already, but people have probably heard in the pre-show talk shit that we always have about for about yeah, 10 seconds. We've, uh, we've got rid of Duke. We got rid of him because it like, yet. yeah, the sound bites were just getting too much. We said, go away. I want to keep it in Britain. Well, British yeah. to be Britain, and Britain. didn't yeah. like him anymore. So no, the pe- was, people have spoken. That's right. It was just getting too noisy. Hold on, there's a there's a voice on this. I know, oh. I know. We should do some introductions, I guess. Yeah. Shall we just get those out of the way at the beginning of the top of the show? Yeah, oh, that'd be a nice formula, wouldn't it? It would be. I mean. Well, it's kind of interesting. You know, I always look forward to Duke's soundbite every, you know, when I introduce him, but we're not going to have one of them this week. It's going to be a bit weird, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we should start with the new-ish voice, because has been on once before on the live show, and then was on once again because the live show crashed. So, yeah, let's introduce him. It's Armar. Hey. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi, Yeah, it's Hello. going fine. Oh. All the way from Scotchland. Oh, hi. What are you doing there, you stupid yeah. bastard? Getting a pal. Getting there. Now, I better fire the dare. I think we need to get some out of the way before we carry on, right? <laughs> and it, it, it's this. It's this, right? You live in Scotland, hi. right? Uh-huh. Have you ever had a deep-fried Mars bar? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, I have tried it on occasion. Just once. That's not a Scottish thing, Stu. It is a Scottish thing. No, nah, Chinese, Chinese, right? It's a. Uh, it was. Um, it was uh, first made in Blackpool. Yeah, lost that's not. No, it's true. true. Somebody made it in Blackpool and it got notoriety because you know a Scotsman in Edinburgh decided to deep fry a Mars bar. Before you know it, oh, the Scots have chocolate, deep fried chocolate. No, and we've had, no. we've had like you can you can batter Mars bars and Snickers at my chip, local chippy for yonks since I was in the wee nip. Is that true? Look, I'm not being funny enough here, right? but 
in Scotland, they will literally deep fry and batter anything. Well, you know, a cat walks past the shop door, and the next thing, it's in the deep fat fryer, isn't it? Being I'll cooked. batter you in a bit, Stu, if you don't move on. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. They'll eat anything as long as it's got batter on it. You know, true. no offence intended, but, you know, it's true. What no offence, Omar, but what, where you come from is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Deep fried haggis, you can have that as well, can't you? Is that true? Yes, you can. Hey, we're, we're, we're only five minutes in, and he's already mentioned haggis. Like... Just, I'm only oh. doing the stereotyping. Not even four, uh, three minutes. Sorry, guys, I'm just uh, adjusting my kilt while we talk. Yeah. yeah, there you go. What, a, what about deep fried bagpipes? Have you ever had those? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Stu. You're That's a sporrier man than this. You're classier what do you than keep? this. Oh, I've got to ask this. What do you keep in your sporring then? What, what goes in there exactly? A uh, spare change for the car. There you go. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Car parking, you know. <laughs> if you're at a wedding and you're, no. and you're wearing a kilt, you're going to park your car at a hotel or... Anybody else? You need, you need a bit of spare change. So there you go. You see. And before like the the like the days of credit cards and all that kind of jive. I guess when you went to get your petrol at the station, you needed a bit of copper because you'd like got ten pounds three pence worth instead of exactly ten pounds. Yeah. You had the change in your sporran. There you go. There you go. Ah. And we've also I know yeah, we've also <laughs> got Chini here. He is here. Yeah, I think <laughs> everyone <laughs> knows that I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a yeah, and I'm here. <laughs> this, yeah, the mystery is resolved. Yeah. It is Chidi. Wonder who that other uh, guy is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know, and I'm the daddy, or otherwise known as Stu, here as always. There you go. So cool. yeah, glad I got all that stuff out of the way. Yeah. Well, that's a relief. I guess we should explain why Duke isn't here. Why isn't uh, he here? Well, apparently, you know, he did this dodgy video online about like virtual troops and stuff. Yeah. Well, he's been arrested as a potential terrorist in America. Yeah, well, it probably is, to be honest. You know? <laughs> Inciting violence and stuff, apparently. Yeah. You know, they saw it and they were like, oh, we need to get him down to the station. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, think actually that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, no, it's not true. I just, I just made no, that It doesn't have to be bit. true, Stu. Oh, yeah. Because most of the stuff in the news isn't true, is it? So, you know, we could sensationalise why he isn't here and everyone will just believe it, you know, make me think it's real. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. But no, in, yeah, in reality, he's uh, talking to parents about how well their kids are doing at school. Oh, in reality, he's shouting at parents. Yeah, I was going to say, can you imagine what that's like? Especially if your kid's not doing very well. Can you imagine, like, an interview with Duke about your kid? What would that be like, really? Watch your kid, an idiot! <laughs> actually my sister's a teacher and I can tell you it's a very very stressful evening for for a teacher very right. very very stressful um, well in the UK anyway there's a lot of um, they've got to sort of toe the line they can't sort of come out and say your kid's thick um, they've got to be constructive I bet, and say, I bet know, they're dying to that I bet they're like oh man your kid is so stupid stupid he, can't, oh, he was picking his nose all the usual no no he's just like uh, actually what little... one plus one was he's 15 <laughs> well, little Jimmy could uh, use some extra attention uh, at maths, or he could focus more instead of saying "your son is stupid." Well, there you go. Um, it's quite, it's uh, very, very stressful. And actually, my sister, um, um, I'm not, I don't think she'll appreciate when I say this, but uh, she has had some uh, trouble with some wayward parents um, at our school. Um, um, but I can't imagine anybody um, sort of getting cocky towards Duke. I'm sure he would um, put them back in line. I think. No, I'll be honest, right? I go for Millie's, and and they always say, right? And this is this is how they they have like a get out line. Playing this iPhone game called Super Hectic on Ancient. No, I know, yeah, no, no. They have a get out line where they go, 
Oh, well, your child's uh, exactly where I expect them to be. <laughs> oh. Right? right? So it doesn't matter whether they're doing well or whether they're doing it a shit, right? Because it's where they expect them to be. So that can mean anything, can't yeah. it? You know, it's very vague. It can mean anything. <laughs> That's what vague. they do. See? Get out, clause. you see. Get out, line. I don't know. So they can get away with it. Uh, so how is everyone, anyway? How's everyone doing? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. You're fine? Not a lot fine. of gaming this week, I must say. I've I've finished a game this week, Fucking but it was only a, but it was only a very quick game. It was only, but I'll come to that in a bit. But first of all, right, I need to talk about the PC, of course. Exactly. No, 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 no. But I need to get this out of the way, right? Because, right? No one cares. No one cares. Well, listen, right? I've got. Nobody cares. No one. No one cares. But right, I care. And the thing is, right. I've finally gone into the total, about as far into the nerdism with PC gaming as you can get. You've become lawnmower man? No, not quite. Not quite. But what I have done is sort of investigated how you overclock stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, overclocking, how the hell does that work? Am I going to break my PC by doing something that I shouldn't do? Is it going to work or am I going to kill it? Right. So, uh, right. So right. I thought, well, I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to take it easy. So what I did was download a little bit of software right, that AMD themselves produce called AMD Overdrive. So it's free to download. It's produced by AMD who make the, the processor and everything. And... What's kind of funny about this bit of software is you install it and it allows you to fiddle with all your settings and, you know, increase the voltage and increase stuff, right? So you can make it go faster, right? So I'm just like, it's a bit like, you know, like a waltzer at the fairground. You always want it to go that bit faster. Yes. Well, it's all like that, but with a processor in your computer. So I download all this stuff, right? As soon as you load it up, the first thing is this massive disclaimer (laughs) saying... If you continue with this software, if you break any components in your computer... So, basically, if you fry the shit out of your computer by doing stuff you're not supposed to, it's not their fault. Yeah. So, they give you the software. Yeah, give you the software, but then, obviously, go back at it. Like, here's a software for you to play with. But if you break stuff, it's your own fault, right? So, I just just went ahead and, like, looked at a few guides on the internet, checked out stuff I was supposed to be doing, and then gave it a whizzle. And, And now, instead of being... Uh, six cores running at 3.3 gigahertz. It's now six cores running at 3.4 gigahertz. See, that's, uh, that's <laughs> so boring, Stu, that is, I might fall over and, and just forget about life. <laughs> it is. It's true. It's true. You know, but, you know, you know, you've got to do these things. Not that, not that it'll make a whole vast lot of difference in the scheme of things. At the moment, it's still working. It hasn't broken or anything, and the temperature hasn't really gone up that much. You know, so, you know, I don't so, know, really. You're, you're going down a dangerous road. Well, sorry, actually, you were on the dangerous road a long time ago, so you're about halfway down that dangerous road, I think. It is true. Mm. It is true. But, but I am considering, I was very, very tempted tonight to um, pre-order, pre-order, how stupid is that on Steam, uh, pre-order Tomb Raider. Right. I'm very tempted because... It's it's garnering some great review scores. I've uh, I've heard this by the way. I've heard I heard, I've heard this about Tomb Raider. And guess what else I've heard this about? What have you heard it about? 
Um, Gears of War. Is it? I've heard Gears of War is reviewing there. Well, he's going to be reviewing very well. It's more Gears, but it's going to be doing pretty well. More Gears is never a bad thing. No. It isn't. But Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider is 10% off on Steam, so it's 26 quid. Pretty good. So it isn't a... You know, it's not a whole lot of money, that, is it, when you think... No, that, no, you know, 26 quid's nothing. It isn't. For I'm you. Like, I know, yeah, whatever. But I am very tempted because it's 87 on Metacritic at the moment. Uh, and that's off quite a few reviews. It's off about 15 or 20 reviews, that. So that's pretty good. It's pretty good, man. It's doing well. I'm... Um, was it from a shit website like shit.com? No, it wasn't. Perfect. It worked yeah, IGN. Well, IGN one's giving it 91. IGN, never heard of them, mate. Never heard of them. Uh, Edge, 8 You're out of 10. You're making good websites to impress me. No, seriously, 8 out of 10 on Edge is Edge, pretty bleak. never heard of them. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he's, he's getting good praise off nearly all of the websites. The, the biggest thing is the biggest thing that's always an issue with action games. Which is saying that transition from her being this good sort of young Lara Croft to being this shoot people in the head and stab people in the eye with arrows is is very jarring, apparently. Is this the Lara Croft still where there was a bit of a controversy over a certain scene? Uh, it is indeed. That? It, is. <laughs> it is indeed that. So, yeah, this is, apparently that's the biggest problem. But they said it gets into the action so well that once you're sort of into the story and stuff, you sort of forget about the fact that she just went from being this sort of scared young lady to being a trained killer. It doesn't really matter. Um, and the other thing which sounds kind of cool, once you've finished the main story, it actually opens up like an open-world game on the island. Okay. So you can sort of go any... So you can't go anywhere whilst you're playing the story, but once you've finished the story, then you can go sort of anywhere and, and obviously hunt down all the col- the collectibles and stuff that are available. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of interested. I nearly did get it, like I say. It's very close. Very close. Um, but, seeing as Armar is the guest, what have you been playing? What have you been up to? What have I been playing? Well, I got the call from your good self to potentially come on the show, so I thought, hey, I better bloody start playing games then. Because <laughs> I have had... Um... Well, that doesn't stop me, mate. <laughs> yeah. No, Gee, I've had... Uh, I've, in the last thing, um, I'm sort of changing jobs at the moment, so um, playing games was something at the very back. But I have um, sort of played quite a bit, actually. Um, I sort of bought Sonic Racing Transformed which um, on the Xbox, which is a pretty good game. If you're a huge Sega fan, um, and if you like a bit of Mario Kart as well, this is a I thought it was a pretty good game. Uh, lots of uh, nods to the old Sega classics like Golden Axe and Alex Kidd and Sonic. Um, so Sonic and Transformers is pretty good. Uh, a bit of Far Cry 3. That game is So fantastic. can I just go back to, to Sonic Racing? Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I, I, I'm not sure I've played the demo for this even. I think I saw it and was like, eh. So, oh, I mean, is it... It's nothing like... Have you been the, playing it in It's nothing like the multiplayer? first one. The multiplayer is decent, um, but um, I think what a lot of people are being put off maybe by is... Uh, the first game that came out, Sonic All-Stars Racing, which was a big pile of steaming poo. And uh, Sumo Digital, who do the um, Virtua Tennis and, you know, Virtua Fighter games, I think, um, they sort of develop All-Star Racing, and uh, it's a pretty good game. Pretty good game. So what is, what is it? I mean, is it like um, a sort of Mario Kart, is it like weapons and stuff in it? It is. Um, I don't know if, you, if you've ever played... Um, 
Um, Diddy Con Racing on the N64. Oh man, I love Diddy Con. That is it. I would put it in the same category where you know the first lap you're on the road, you know, driving around. Second lap you jump in the water and your car transforms. It makes it makes it cool. You know the Transformers music comes along mm-hmm. and you start transforming mm-hmm. into boats. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Third lap you then fly. You you know so you transform into like an airplane, um, which okay. is pretty good. And there's an afterburner level, so you're flying about on this around this airship, and you start in the water, and then back on the aircraft carrier, and it's fantastic. I mean, I've got to say, I've uh, back in the days, I was a I was more Nintendo than Sega, but uh, since Sega stopped making games, uh, sorry, start, they stopped making consoles um, after the Dreamcast. It's a nice little nod to you know all the golden axes and afterburners and outruns and everything. So yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. So I'm guessing I'm guessing that's where the name Transformed comes yep, from. Then. Yep, yep, yep. It works really well, and it's actually quite cheap now. I've seen this go for about about 15 17 20 pounds online so it's a pretty good game so is this has this got split screen as well as online stuff so you can play side by side sat on the sofa some of that i could play with millie you know what i mean you know i've not i don't know actually about about the split screen it's not something that you see quite a lot of um hmm. no that's why i wonder because it seems like perfect for split screen doesn't it you know hmm. you, you know don't, sat next don't, to each other giving it a whistle don't know i've gone online and uh proceeded to have my ass handed to me by people um, but um it's uh, i mean if you play mario kart that's still the ultimate you know kart racing shooting power game etc that will never be you know in my view that's the best of the best but this is a fantastic alternative and it's probably the first game that comes close to actually getting anywhere near mario kart so yeah that was a pretty good game mm, uh, very good and the other game i've been playing a bit of is far cry 3 and that game is amazing far cry 3 yeah. is so good you know, I need to get back on that. I just spend most of my time just exploding and, you know, hang gliding and sort of, you know, driving about. I mean, I think if I'm being sort of being picky, I wish they would have called this game Lost as opposed to Far Cry 3. Because this is the game that Lost ought to have been instead of that crap Lost via Domus nonsense that came out a few years ago. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Mm-hmm. Chini loved that game. I thought it was it good, was his, but it was the most. It was the easiest one thousand achievement points you'll ever get. It was his game of the year, weren't it, Chini? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you loving that game. I did like the game because it was easy and fun and about lost. Yeah, um, and you do like crap games. And I, I have a guilty pleasure with B movie games. Um, it does. It does. So, yeah, but it's So I'll admit that. I picked that up. I picked that up one Christmas ago for a quid from Blockbusters, you know, in the bargain bin. Yeah. Did you? And I've never played it. It's still there. I, I should play it, shouldn't I? It was mm. a quid. I bought it for <laughs> I bought it for five pounds and I traded it in for fifteen. Um, oh, that's all that's, right. That's, that's pretty good. That's, that's a businessman right there. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move that is. Uh, talking of trading in, uh, Feng Chewy, you know Feng Chewy, uh, the man. <laughs> yeah, sure. Isn't that where he... you move all the furniture around? You know. yeah. yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Well, that's where his gamer tag is. Because his gamer tag is uh, Mr. Feng Chewy. Ah. And then his tagline is, I'm going to rearrange your face. Do you see? I like that. That's clever. That's, that's clever. That's where it came from. But anyway, anyway, he he was one of those people who went out and, and got Aliens Colonial Marines on <gasps> launch day. <laughs> was. But, 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 he traded it in on Friday, finished single player in a day or two, right? Traded it in on Friday and still got 31 quid for it. So I was like, do you know what? That's That's not terrible. That's a result. Uh, Yeah, and he got uh, Crisis 3 with that. So he sort of traded it and got Crisis 3 instead. Picked that up. 
So there you go. So that's... Andy also has donated to the show coffers because, uh, well, do you know we were talking about this here competition for these two Borderlands 2 codes for the PC? Well, I've got some iOS codes as well now chucked in that he got free with his copy of Crisis Free. Right. Which, oh yeah, lots of threes here. Um, which is uh, Mass Effect, the iOS game. And then I think it's NBA, one of those one of those types games. Oh. And, I, and I think it's a football game. There's like three games. I haven't got them with me, the receipts as it goes, but he's given me the codes for those. So I'm guessing we can chuck that into the prize bucket as well. Uh, and I've, I have come up with an idea for a competition. So, and, and Amar, I'm going to include you in this because we're going to ask for your help as well oh. with this one, right? Fantastic. But... There is okay. This is this, you're gonna like this. There is a website called VG Scripts, right? I don't know whether either of you have heard of I this have website. Never heard of yeah. this. And basically, it's a website where people upload all of the scripts and dialogues from games. So ah, see that would help me because I've got OCD about that. So if I miss a particular dialogue, I have to replay the whole thing. Well, there's a lot on there. Ah. There's a lot of games on there. Well, so. Yeah, what I thought we'd do Uh-oh. is get some scripts, read sections of them in our, uh, you know, style, and people have to try and guess which game the script is from. Do you see? Do you see where I'm going with this? Mm. So I thought we might do potentially five or ten, not too many, but not, not massive excerpts from each one, but we'll do maybe ten different games, and whoever gets them all right, and if we get more than one person getting all ten, then we'll put them in a drawer and, and draw out the winner from that. What do you think? Okay, that sounds good. Cool, cool. Yeah, and we'll do runners-up prizes and stuff. And it's it's audio, so we can play them on the show or whatever. Oh, and, it, and we might do might do five one week, or maybe split them into twos or whatever, and you know spread it out over a few weeks and just play them and uh, see how we go from there. So that was my idea for the competition, and we'll uh, chuck in these iPhone codes and also the the two codes, and we'll do like one. Maybe with a couple and then a runners-up prize, whatever. But we'll we'll pick a couple of winners and whatever, and we'll do it from there. So we'll get we'll get that going, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, so what else have you been up to then? So Far Cry Three, Sonic, what next? Um, I've been playing about a Crackdown, a game. Oh, yell, Crackdown! I love that game. All the way was... back. I, I've got uh, I've got lots of games that I've yet to complete. So I pulled out Crackdown, had a quick uh, forty-five minute one-hour session in that, and that game is pretty good. It's aged quite well, I think. Um, so how how long have you have you actually finished it? I finished it <laughs> no, I, I I bought this game originally. God, this is going way back. I bought it originally because it would give me access to the Halo Three beta. Oh, that's funny. Everybody did that. That was in two thousand March that, yeah. March two thousand and seven, um, and I think I got my uh, my cop or my character uh, his agilities. I think I got up to his far point. I think I climbed the highest building. And then I jumped off into the water to get the achievement That's point for that. Cool achievement. Is that yep. achievement. Yep. Do you know what I loved about that achievement, right? Even though it was completely, obviously, a video game and it wasn't in any way, shape or form real life. I remember standing at the top of that tower and looking down and working out which way I needed to jump so I didn't get splatted at the bottom. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done in a video game. You know, considering it wasn't real, I did feel like I had a heart in the mouth moment when I jumped off. Wondering whether I was actually going to hit the water or going to hit something solid instead. And it seems to take an age to fall down as well. It takes forever. Well, yeah, it was like a big puzzle getting up to the top as well, which was kind of... Yeah, no, I, I think um, Crackdown was a, is a, was a pretty cool game. Um, so playing a bit of that and other two games, uh, well, 
Um, the fourth one, a bit, a bit of emulation, whatnot. You know, Target Renegade too. You might remember that back in the days. No, I don't remember that. What was it oh. on? The ZX Spectrum. You don't. Ah, I should do then. You don't remember Target Renegade? Side-scrolling beat 'em up. You failed him, Stu. <laughs> I have failed. Oh, dearie me. Well, that's a long time ago. I've slept since then. Uh, no, it's uh, it's uh, the forefather to um, your know, Streets of Rage and your Final Fights. It came out um, Spectrum, Amstrad, Commodore. Um, it was Renegade, Target Renegade, and Renegade Three. So, what the hell are you playing this on? Uh, this is on my laptop via emulation. All oh, right, it's an emulator. It's an emulator. Yep, yep. I've got a, an emulator set up for the odd uh, throwback to the eight-bit days. And uh, Target Renegade. I, I played a bit of Streets of Rage about two weeks ago, and I thought I'd uh, go back to the roots, as it were. So, um, Target Renegade. And you know what? It, it's bloody hard. I mean, games that came out back then, I mean, you only had three lives, and that was it. There's none of this, you know, continue, continue, continue. Um, but Target Renegade, I um, played that for a bit. Um, and the last two games uh, were Pilot Wings on the 3DS. Um, oh, yeah, Pilot Wings. Trying to get all of the um, all, all of the medals in there, which is... Um, which is quite good fun. You see, I feel I feel like you should play this. Everyone always goes on about how great it is. Oh, it's just yeah. something I've I've, I used played. to play it back in the day. And um, I took a drink then, which is why there's a pause. But I used to play it back in the day. The best one, I thought. Yeah, I like the SNES version. I like the N64 version. How it holds up now on the 3DS, I don't really know. But I remember having good times. Oh, it's nothing. Uh, the one in 3DS is nothing like uh, the SNES version. In fact, it's nothing like Pilot Wing 64. It's um, I don't know if you ever played uh, Wii Wii Resorts. The Wii Sports yeah, Sports I Club. played that. You're on this Woohoo Island, so it's um, it's, it's much... the same island, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, same island. So you're like you know flying about or jetpack or you know trying to land a plane, and and it's pretty good. I mean, I've got the um, the 3DS XL, and the bigger screen definitely gives you. Uh, well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: 3D on or off? 3D on. Oh. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I've got to say, it's fantastic. Um, it's. I mean, there's no. Re- well, people say there's no replay value. It's. Um, you know, there's not online multiplayer or anything, but um, it's good for a quick, you know, 20 minute just flying around the island and all of that. So it's pretty good. And last but not least, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Uh, this is like the first I one of this. Love that, yeah, it is the first one. I love that game. Apparently, it's out on iOS as well, or they're going to release the first three games on iOS. So wouldn't surprise me. No, I played, I played it on on the iPhone, the first one. That's on. That's been on there for a, while, a long time. That's where I played it. But yeah, guilty and all that crap. Objection! Right? Objection! <laughs> yeah. I was gonna laugh at, at some of the, some of the names of the characters translated. There's old bag. There's an old lady. <laughs> There's Dick Gumshoe who's a detective. Um, some, of the, right. some of the characters are pretty good, but um, I think it's I think it's the only it's the only lawyer him up game, isn't it? <laughs> lawyer him up. So, yeah. I, I I love that. I thought that's one of the, the my favourite games I played. I really love yeah, it. And they're making the movie as well, apparently. Um, there's a Japanese. Yes, they are, yeah. Which, yeah. is, yeah. which is going to be pretty good, but uh, I, I played through the first one. Um, pretty good, mate. It'll well, there's cool. the there's a thingy as well, though, isn't it? There? There's a game out already in Japan, Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton. Oh. It's not versus, but they team up, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like Phoenix that. Wright not supposed to be a beat 'em up character in the game as well. He probably is. He probably, probably is. I mean, it's not beyond the realms of possibilities, let's face it. Was it wouldn't it be up in um oh God, what's that beat em up that uh, it's not Smash Brothers, is it is Smash Brothers uh, on the I don't on know if he would be in Smash Brothers. Is he an Nintendo Capcom franchise? Yep, yep, Capcom versus yeah, yeah, S and Street Fighter versus Capcom then, surely. Possibly, but I don't remember. that would be a bit weird. 
Yes, it would be weird. But uh, I... what's his fake attack? Does he go like objection and slaps him in the chin or something with his finger? You know what I mean? Uh, Pokes him up the nose. Probably gets, a, probably gets a big law book and throws it in your face. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> No, but do you know I, the, the one thing because you get like it's like three chances to work it out isn't there when you when you put your case together yeah, or you yeah. accuse them and I used to remember like see there when I got to like my last go thinking oh crap I've done it wrong haven't I <laughs> shit <laughs> made the wrong thing damn but yeah it's good it's good I like that game very cool playing that on on the DS um, which I, which I still use that you know I use that for the odd um, the old um, Mario Kart and um, Zelda etc but yeah those are the those are the games that I've been playing, and uh, I think when I was on the show last time on your 150th anniversary show, I think uh, Chinny sort of recommended I get Mafia 2. Um, oh, my God. And uh, guess what came in through the post this morning? Mafia I don't know. 2. Give me a clue at least. Jeez, I'm not going to get this. <laughs> Mafia 2. Ah, yep. ah, that's what you said. Yeah, Actually, yeah. Right, talking of Mafia 2, right? Green Man Gaming which I haven't tried out, right, which is obviously another PC gaming service. But they're doing, right, get this, right, pre-order for Bioshock Infinite, 23 quid, right, includes the original Bioshock, plus another game of your choice, which includes Mafia 2, Spec Ops The Line, uh, and I can't remember, there's two, either two or three others that you can choose from. Unfortunately, I've played all of them, so I was like, oh, there's no point. But that's a great deal, isn't it? Twenty-three quid for Infinite good. Plus. Yeah, I tell you, I was I was tempted. I was very tempted. Mm. Um, but yeah, carrying on the theme, you know, I've been on the 3DS as well. Now, I've been Fuck on that. Yeah. I've been on that thing. I have. I have. Right. Because right, this was really weird. Because I told you I was going to get two games, which was nine nine nine, and then the other one I can't even bloody remember the name of it now without looking. Um, but they were, they were follow-on games, but you had to play 999 first, which was nine hours, nine persons, nine doors, right? So I ordered them both at the same time, and they were both dispatched at the same time. Mystery. So they'll come together, right? Well, the second game came first, which was on the Monday, and this, the, the 999 game didn't come till Wednesday or Thursday last week. Bloody hell. And I was like, why is that? Well, the reason that was is because it came all the way from Canada. <laughs> That's where it came, without my realisation. Canada. It was on Amazon, but it came from Canada, which was a bit weird. Uh, and it was still only 20 quid. So it was 20 quid, including postage from Canada. And the postage was something ridiculous, like 13 Canadian dollars or something like That's that. That's ridiculous. So. Ridiculous. Is it that good, so, yeah, eh? Um, but it's, it's really good. I'm, I'm not too far into it. Probably about an hour and a half, two hours into it. And I believe it's about 20 to 30 hours, so it's a big game. On the um, yes, you say? Yeah, but it's, a, no, it's an original DS game. Ah, so there's no region locking, I think, on that then. So. No, no, it, it worked fine. Because I was a bit concerned when I realised it come from Canada. I was like, ooh. <laughs> but I put it in the 3DS and it just worked. So there was no issues with that. What was uh, you when you thought it came from Canada? I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, See, ooh. I only found out. I mean, I've had my 3DS. I had the original one on launch day. Um, because it was still coming out. Um, but I just found out a few weeks ago, actually, uh, actually, that you can play DS games on the 3DS, like the actual yeah. the physical cartridge. I, I thought the cartridges were, were so different that you know it wasn't possible. But hmm. no, I've always known that since I had. Yeah, he's always known I, that because he's clever. <laughs> no, no, it's, just common, it's just common sense to be honest. <laughs> I mean, God, how stupid are God, you? Who doesn't know that? Scottish they people, that's who. Scottish people. Yeah, I know. Too busy eating battered Mars yeah, bars. That's probably batter a 3DS. <laughs> Shut that pal. Feel. 
having, having a you know route around in the sparring. This, this is what you want to do if you want to come on the show. You just insult you for a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. much the way happy she goes. Guys. Happy to help. Happy to help. <laughs> uh, but basically, right, right, I'll give you the premise of this game. Right, it's basically like Saw, the video game. What's this? Right, uh, nine nine nine. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I have heard of this. Didn't you speak of this last week? I, I spoke about it saying that I'd order it, but I've actually played oh, it now. So see, sorry. I can give a this is from the Canada place. Yeah. So, basically, this is the premise. So, there's this weird sort of dude with a gas mask on. Right. That kidnaps all of these people. And then when they all wake up, they're locked in different rooms on what appears to be a sinking ship. Okay. Uh, and, and each of them has a puzzle to solve. So the first thing you do is have to solve all these puzzles in the room to get out of the room you're in, and then when, that, that you're in. And then when you meet the other people, who, and there's nine of you, obviously, hence nine persons, and there's obviously nine doors. So that's and you've got to figure out the puzzles to get through all the doors to get to, and one of them leads to the, to an escape and all the others don't. Now each one of you is wearing a watch or what appears to be a watch with your number on it, which is attached to a bomb or explosive charge which is within your body and if you don't do what you're told to do or break the rules uh, the detonator inside the watch uh, blows you up from the inside out which is rather nice so it, it's kind of cool like that and I'm damn sure you know there's nine person yeah there won't be nine left by the time we get to the <laughs> to the end of the game I shouldn't think um, but yeah, so far so good. Good dialogue. It's like an interactive story. You have to have a notepad and pencil at the side of you because a lot of the, the puzzles you have to write stuff down. So you're constantly writing stuff down all the time. You write stuff uh, down in real life. In real life, Jeez. because there's stuff that you've got to remember and note down for puzzles later on. Isn't that a bad? Um, it's good. The first few puzzles, I was really impressed with them. Quite kind of cool, interesting. Yeah, really well thought out puzzles. Now, in the second game, um, which I'll, I'll find out in a minute what that's called, so I can tell you. But in the second game, they have like a note option that they added in, which wasn't in the original game. So you don't have to actually have a physical piece of paper. You can write notes on that instead, uh, which is highly useful, I've got to say, because like I say, you've got to do a lot of writing down notes and stuff. So yeah, so far, so good. I'm impressed with that. Now, the next game I played this week, also includes writing lots of notes down. Um, similar type of thing, uh, which is a, an iPad game, and I think it is available on the iPhone as well, called Year Walk. Right. Year Walk. Have either of I've you heard of this? I've never heard of this. Year Walk, no. Year Walk, right. Basically, it's got 92 at Metacritic at the moment, which is potentially one of the uh, highest rated iPhone games, you know, it's really up there. Uh, the other game, by the way, is called Virtue's Last Reward, which was a 3DS follow-up to 999. So that's the other one I've got, just to just to keep you informed of what it is. Whew, uh, but yes, to keep track year, of I know Year Walk, right? Very, very cool. Very, very weird. Year Walk right. is a bold, distinctive adventure and one of the finest titles of the App Store. Five stars, yeah. The Telegraph. Oh, yeah, it's shit. it's got a companion app that goes with it, which you have to download because, and I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give too much away, but you need to have both parts of the game, which is a free companion app plus the actual game. And I think it's two ninety nine, about three quid. Uh, it lasts about an hour and a half, so it's not terribly long. A um, little bit like Limbo in some respects, black and white aesthetic. 
A uh, little bit like the Blur Witch Project is probably a good comparison. Creepy as hell. Oh, bloody hell, yeah. Phew. I've seen, looking at the graphics right now, that's a donkey in a suit and a black suit. Bloody hell. Yeah, but it's, it's basically based on a real legend in Sweden where on special days of the year like uh, May Day, Easter, New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, you could basically do what they call the year walk where you're not allowed to eat or drink all day, so you can't partake in any of the feasts going on. And then you leave your house at midnight, and you have to follow all these rules and eventually end up at the local church. And if you do everything that you're supposed to be doing, you basically get to see the future. So it's, it's based on this real-life legend. Real life. Yeah, it's based on a real-life legend. <laughs> all right. uh, and the guy, the guy who helped... Um, uh, yeah, th- this was actually made by the guys who made Sneak, Sneak Beat Bandit, is it? Sneak Beat Bandit? I've never heard of that either. These are all things I've never heard of. But basically, they made that as well, but they wanted to make something a bit cooler and a bit more interesting. So they they got this Swedish um, academic type guy who who does loads of research on this year walk stuff. And they got him involved with the game and he helped sort of write all the game with them and make it into what it is. Um, And like Limbo, the game starts off, there is no menu screen, there's no loading screens, there's no tutorial telling you what to do. You basically just have to work it out for yourself. There's absolutely no instructions. Jonathan Blow might no like that game. Oh, he'd love it. There's no menu screen. Uh, and basically, again, all the puzzles, a lot of them revolve around, and they're not always that obvious what you've got to do. And sometimes you'll walk around for ages trying to work out what the next... And when I say walk around, the control scheme's kind of interesting where you just slide the screen backwards and forwards, side to side. And then every now and again, if you can go forward or backwards, there's a little arrow point either at the top or the bottom. So, you know, you can go one way and you just obviously slide the screen up and down at that point to move into the next area. And that's it, really. And I don't want to say too much. It's very much like Decay. It's very much like Decay on the on the um, indie games, you know. And, it, and like I say, it's very creepy. They, they have included a couple of jump scares, which cheapen it a little bit. I prefer the more creepy atmosphere that it's got. And it has got a very creepy atmosphere going on. Uh, but the way they've integrated the companion app really makes it stand out even more. So that's all I'm going to say. And you said there was a companion app as well, which I see here, which is there free. There is, hmm. which is free. But you've got to download both and all will become clear. That's all I'm going to say. But I can, I can wholeheartedly recommend it. It's very, very cool. Um, How much is it? Next, uh, at 2 99 it is. £2.49 now. Oh, is it two forty nine? Yeah, I knew it was two pounds. Oh, so get it. So it's two forty nine. Two pound fifty. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, for the price of a sandwich, right, from Tesco or Asda or whatever, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. You'll get more enjoyment out of the hour and a half that you spend with that than you would with a butty. Just saying. I don't know, mate. Depends on the butty. Mm-hmm. It is funny though, when you read the reviews, there's a lot of five star reviews and then people going, Two forty nine for an hour and a half. It's a rip off. Yeah. And you're just like, it's £2.50, friggin man. What do you want for £2.50? Mm. You know what I mean? So used uh, to it, this generation. We're like, ah, everything should be 69p. 69p. Or it used to be 59p, you know, when they first started. They put it up, didn't they? <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. It, it is funny, that. But, yeah, I can... I mean, Chinny, look, it's £2.50. You know, what have you got to lose? Give it away. £2.50? Well, yeah, you yeah, have. But, you know, you do all right. You'll be fine. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, using my own jokes right. against me I know um, 
Yeah, next up, Vanquish. I've been playing that again, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm on, I'm on Act 3, Part 6. So I'm a in. Don't even ask so, me what that is. Yeah, it, 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 it has become a little bit of a blur, I have to say. <laughs> you know, I've, I've actually forgotten what the story's about. <laughs> I'm just killing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sliding on my knees and shooting bosses. Yeah, that's pretty much, um, that's pretty much the end of the game. And there are a lot of those bosses. I'm, I'm getting that Platinum Games feeling where there's going to be this boss, and I think, oh, I'm coming to the end of the game. Oh, no, there's another big boss now. Oh, and now there's another one. Is it like that towards the end? Mate, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm getting that. I cannot even back. remember. It's slick. It is very it's slick. slick yeah. It is slick. And I love the, I love the little like things that, you know, and I keep noticing more and more little things, but one of the things I like the most, like you say, it gives you a reason to revive your comrades, and I like that. Because if you, if you revive them, sort of ammo pops out of them, doesn't it? Or a weapon or whatever. Yeah, that's so right, like, yeah. Yeah, and I like I like that because it gives you a reason to do stuff, um, and I try not to die. Even though that at least it doesn't give you an, a rating as in A, B, C, or wrestle and all that crap, you know. Like, but it just gives you points, doesn't it, at the end of every level, and then as a continuous one as well. That's like mm. an accumulative total. So I kind of like that. Talking of platinum games, right? You know, right? We played the Metal Gear Solid Revengeance demo, yeah, right? Aww. Rising Revengeance, whatever, and. You were you were you were a bit down on it, weren't you? You were like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Duke was down on it, going, oh shit. Right. And I couldn't just figure out how to beat that boss, so I was a bit like, I kind of like it, but I can't figure out the boss thing, right? So I did get an email, and I think it might have been Jason who sent me it, right? And basically, he said like to do, or it might have been Tuscan. It was either Tuscan or Jason. It was one of them two, anyway. It might have been actually. It's probably more likely to be Tuscan, isn't it? Because I don't know whether Jason's got a PS3. Don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, whichever one of them sent me something, they said right. Once you get used to the parry thing, it's not too terrible. And you've just basically, unbeknownst to me, you just push forward and then press square, and that's how you're working. Now, when I got to the boss thing with the big chainsaw tail the second time around. I killed it on my second go. Once I'd worked out that parry thing, and like once you do it, it's not too. T- and actually, I, I was kind of getting into it. And I like when you go into the slow mo thing, you know, where you can do the sort of precision slicing. Yes. If anything's glowing blue, or the right stick, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if anything's glowing blue, yeah, it's it's left bumper and right stick. But if anything's glowing blue, you just slice the shit out of it. And it just like disintegrates into lots of tiny pieces, and. I've got to say, on second play, I'm kind of impressed. I'm kind of thinking, do you know what? I might kind of like it. So I don't know. I don't know. It's on my rental list. I've just sent back um, Hitman because I'm probably never going to get around to playing that again. So I just thought, do you know what? I'll just send that back. And I've got that. That's on my list along with uh, Crisis 3. And I'm trying to remember what. Oh, obviously, Aliens, Colonial Marines, I've left on just for a grin. (laughs) <laughs> just to really see if it is that terrible. You gotta do it for yourself, and yeah, you? you gotta. See. I've gotta do it just to just to make sure. Just to confirm you know, it, it is. for yourself. It is, it is. So I've left that on there. So that might be possibly what I get. Um, so I don't know. If it comes, I'll definitely give it a play. So it's on there. So we'll see what happens. Oh, and I've got DMC on there as well. So I've got those four on there. But I always get because I've got PS3 and 360. I always put both versions on. So you know, even though I've only got four games, I've really got eight on my list. You see. See? Do you see how that works? Oh, see? see it, I... mate. Don't worry. See how it works. Um, 
And then I played Death Inc. Beta, which has been released, which is by some of the team who made... Um, uh, what game did they make? I'm trying to think. It's me. It's, it's I think it's half of, of some of the team from Media Molecule. Right. You know who who were making this. And what's this game? Um, then? It's well, I don't know. Do you know? I'm not. I know it's only a very rough beta, and I think they've been brave to really because I'll right. Two things happened. Uh, the first time I installed it and tried to play it, I put it on full screen and it crashed my computer, which has never crashed since I built it. I've not had it. This is dead. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, it was a bit like that, right? Because I've never had to do a hard reset on it since I've had it. Like, nothing like that. It's never even stuttered or anything. Uh, and I've tried to put it on, on obviously, maximum settings on full screen. And it just... I, I just got a blank screen, a black screen, and I, I couldn't escape. I couldn't go to the control panel. I couldn't do anything. So I had to hard reset it. So I did it in a window the second time so that I had to get out close if it did it again, which it didn't. But then the second time, there was no sound. So whether there's meant oh, to be sound no. or not, I'm not entirely sure. But you basically play the Grim Reaper. Right. So you, you have to base Yeah, so you have to infect everybody with a bubonic plague. Okay. Cheerful. So you like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, so there's, so you start off with say it's a bit it reminds it's a bit like Pikmin, I think. Oh, you know yeah. that type of uh, Pikmin. Yeah. So basically you have you have your your Grim Reaper dude. And then you, ha- you start off with, say, like two infected people. And then you've got to lead them to all the other people to infect everybody else. And then they obviously, then you have to like round them all up and then lead them into the next area to infect everyone in that area as well. But I don't know. I, I, I need to maybe try it again, but it was really awful. What's the one, that was, platform is this for the PC? It is at the, the moment. the one that froze your PC? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this, this so one it, killed my I PC. killed your PC. It killed my PC. Creepy. So I was a bit, yeah, yeah, Death Inc. killed my yeah. PC. I have downloaded a similar game called Plague Inc. Uh, and Plague Inc. on the iPhone is um, a game where you have to kind of make your own plague. Oh, no, I've seen that. No, that's a bit like Death Con, isn't it? Take that's over your world. Take over the world, yeah. No. I haven't played it yet, but I thought I'd give it a go anyway, so... But I mean, like a little bit like Little Big Planet, it's kind of cute looking, you know, nice cute graphics, little like almost like you know, like gingerbread houses and stuff like that, you know, sort of cute looking little villages and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm. It, it was a bit weird. It's like right. I don't know. It just didn't. I'd have liked to have it click an amazing. With issue. It didn't click with you. No. What it was. It. I didn't feel like you know, like you want a button that you can click in the maybe one. I just didn't figure it out that says everybody come up once to you so you don't have to go rounding everybody up before you move on to the next area it would have been cool to have had that and like you get you come against them with axes and stuff and i didn't have enough and then he just you know the guy with the axe just killed all my little minions you know what i mean i was a bit like yeah so i don't know i'm not convinced at the moment with it but we'll see when it comes out a bit uh, nearer the time um and then the final thing on the ipad i've been playing fix it felix jr right which is from wreck it ralph and they've just recreated the game oh, from the film. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. I was, it's good. It's good. Have you saw Rocket Ralph? Have you have you seen the film? Yeah, well, I took Billy to see it. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Good. Genius. I watched it. It's, good. it's so funny. Like there's so many things in there. You go ah. Yeah. Like Royu, and he says, "I'm gonna go to Tappers." So like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Did you see the bit where? Did you see? Um, I think near the start. I mean, if you blink, you'll miss it. Where you see Chun Li and Cami. Just walking past, you know, just over a little Chun, stroll, and I was like, "Yeah, I think Chun Li. Yeah, I think I saw Chun Li. I don't, I don't know if I saw Cammy, but yeah, 
Funny times, eh? Funny times. But it is good. The game's very Rampage-ish, isn't it, Stu? Did you yeah, I think it, it is based on Rampage and Donkey Kong, those types of things. It, like, it is It is like Donkey Kong and that sort of game. Um, but they've done a good job of it, and it, it's, it's kind of, it becomes, as you get further into it, it becomes, and you, you get whatever, however many stuff, things, or whatever you need to fix, you only ever have 60 seconds to do it in. And if your 60 seconds runs out, it's game over. Even if you've got lives left. Uh, and what they've done like really coolly is is some of them, as you get further in, it's like it almost is like a little maze working out which way you need to go so you don't get trapped behind something and you make sure you do it. And obviously, as you're fixing stuff, he's breaking other stuff. So, I don't know. It's kind of cool for a little sort of, you know, five minutes here and five minutes there type of game. I'm kind of impressed with it. Very so, good. Very good. So, I've had a, have a, good, have a, had a good week You have indeed, you know? haven't you? Sounds yeah, like that, yeah. You do all right, Nearly you. you do all right. All this time on your hands. Oh, you're doing all right. I wish I had more time on my hands, I have to say. Don't we all? Do. Don't we all? So, Chinny, what have you been up Not to? Not <laughs> There's a shock. Um, I've almost, almost, almost finished Sleeping Ducks. I feel like I'm pretty much got a few more missions, like two or maybe left. And so how many hours have you put into that? I then? put around about 18, 18, uh, 20 so hours, not, maybe. Not a ton, then. I, I, I mean, if I checked on Raptor, I'm sure it would give me a better inkling. But yeah, I may, maybe more towards the 20. Um, but it feels like long enough, in a way. You know, you, people complain that GTA was a little bit too long and so on, so... I um no I I feel like you know it's a good well-paced game. Um, I really enjoy the fighting in it uh, and uh, the combat. And towards the end, you don't do as much fighting or combat. And I'm like, oh man, I'd uh, I'd want to do more in a way, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's uh, so sometimes you can just do the fight clubs. You can do the fight clubs and um, just have a pop and have a go yourself just for no reason in particular um so it's good i like it i think it's fun and there's nothing else really i can say on it so it's a good game i guess it's saying so are you are you you sort of pleased that you finally got around to playing it oh yeah yeah it's definitely more type of game you know it's it's definitely like a, a typical gta open world sandbox game which is great and i like it I've also finished the co-op missions in Far Cry 3. Um, right. Okay. And they are as bog standard as I explained them before. Nothing new, really. Uh, they're just very generic co-op missions. Nothing special about them. And um, I've been playing Halo Wars. Like that's That's pretty much it. Not having wow. a great run on Halo Wars, by the way. Not having oh, the best. You get, you get owned. Getting, like, probably in the last 12 games I've played, I've probably won two or three. Like, right. really getting my arse handed to me in Halo Wars. Don't know why. We're on a bit of a losing streak. Need to bounce back. Need to come back fighting. Um, but, yeah, it's not looking good at the moment. So, yeah, that's it, really. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um, just been putting in my hours. I, I mean, I played a lot of Sleeping Dogs, but I haven't really got much else to say on it. It's just, yep, more of the same stuff. Great stuff. Enjoyed it. Recommend it to anyone who likes kind of GTA type games. So, yep, that's me. That's that's on my list of uh, games to get actually. If I see it, it's really good. It is really good. 
Well, in that case, now I have. Now we know Duke is near. Yeah, right. That's true. He's not as we know because it's very quiet and there's not been any sort of no interruptions yeah, yeah. when I talk. There's no. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's great. Right. There you go. But Vlados is still with us for this week. Of course. Yeah. So I guess let's have a listen to what she thought of this week's indie game. Indie game review review. Hello, friends. Vlados here. I know Duke's not with us this week, but I can't let that scumbag's absence keep me from making an appearance. Parent-teacher conferences? Really, Duke? You suck. But what does not suck is this week's indie game, Bleed. It's a twin-stick platform shooter with some cool power-ups. You can slow time down and zoom around while you blast the bad guys and gather stuff. If I didn't know better, I'd say the developers tried to make Dishonored as a 2D platformer. The enemies are a little repetitive, and the music and cutscenes are straight out of classic NES history. Still, it's a fun little game that will give you some nifty thrills. Bleed is 400 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Damn that's a lot. I don't know if it's worth all that. 400 points could buy you a lot of Avatar gear, yo. Anyway, try the demo at least. Vlados out. Duke sucks. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> about that, man? God, she was a bit abusive. Um, a do you know, I missed this one because this came out last year. This was to the latter end of, of 2012 when this appeared on the uh, and the indie game store. Um, but 400 points is a kind of a lot it's of a, money. It's a steep one. And we, bear in mind, we did just slate £2.50 on the iPhone. <laughs> um, so we got to be careful. But it is not a lot of money for an indie game. But I think it's a polished indie game. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the better ones I've played in a it's while. It's just the market of indie games is always low, and you don't get achievements, and you don't get... Um, there's value for it to be on an Xbox. Like If it's on an Xbox, that means you've got to sit down in front of your TV and play it, which means you expect achievements, or leaderboards, or multiplayer and stuff, um, and there's none of that in this. And also, if you play it, the, 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 the reason to buy it on the phone is because you can play it anywhere that's the convenience of it so i don't know um uh, it's, it, i don't know i don't think i'm gonna buy it but it doesn't mean that i think it's bad i think it's really good but it's just for me to invest that much time into that kind of game if it was on the go or something or i'd probably be more interested but no not for me i think the problem the other problem is with it is that it's, it, they can't claim it's because, obviously, the size of it or anything like that, because it's, it's only 32 megs, so it's not no, even, like, a huge it's download. It's complete greed. Yeah, it's just like, we want, we think it's worth 400 points, and I'm not being funny. It, it It's a bloody good game, and it's polished, and it works well. It took me a little bit of time to get my head around the controls, because you're so used to pressing I, X to jump, yeah, or A, yeah, isn't yeah. it? X on, X on the on the uh, ps3 or, or a on the on the 360 but you're so used to pressing that button yeah. to jump it took me ages but once you got the hang of it it wasn't too bad yeah. but it, it almost was like re sort of educating your hands as to what bits you're meant to be pressing to get it to work there is a bit of that yeah but i i, I think the kind of warping mechanic worked well as well um there's some good things about it definitely but you know i, I just for me to play a game on my xbox after it has to have certain things. It has to be quite a big game. Other games like that, like smaller games, they're just my phone games. That I'm, well, I can just dip in and out. So, so. 
Yeah, what did what did you think, Amar? Of it? I have to be honest, I didn't get a chance to play this game. Fucking oh, hell, you never God, see me do this. No. We let him on the show and he doesn't I'll even play what. the bloody game. I, I do apologize. not getting an invite back. I know. Oh, no. One thing, one instruction I, I gave one him. Job, mate. In the game. Jesus, well, that's what you get for slagging off scores. <laughs> I am not slagging you off at that point. You can't use that excuse. I only did that after. I'm going to slag you off even more now. More than a bit. Oh, yeah. heaven. What's that all about? Jesus. Um, no, it's actually very good as well. You should have bloody played it. Uh, did you get Did you, Did you? you get to the, the helicopter boss fight? Did yeah, you beat it? I got that and I got to the slime thing. Yeah, see, I didn't get that far. I, I bloody got killed on the helicopter boss fight twice and then it ran out of time. And I was like, no, oh, I've run out of time. See, the only um, indie game I've ever played or downloaded was Manic Miner. Oh, my God. <laughs> see, even Stu <laughs> went, oh, my God, on that because that's... Uh, you know, Arcade Craft, there's so many great games. Beat Hazard. There's loads of good games on the indie games. you just got to play them, man. There are some good games on there. Decay is just excellent. You know you got to play the games, man. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Anyway, yeah, that all being said, that all being said, I'm guessing uh, we'll have to have Chinese news with no uh, jingle this week. It's just Chinese news, but, doing the news, Chinny. Yeah, there's many. You know that? It's not like there's been any big news this week, is there? Much really? news, really? Not much. It's been a quiet week. Um, well, we'll start with the, the, the kind of not big-ish news. Um... EA layoffs. Yeah. Uh, hit LA, Montreal, and some smaller locations. In an official statement, some dude said, quote, thousands of our existing employees have been retra- retrained and redeployed to work on the new platforms and in- initiatives. Uh, but when it's not possible to redeploy a team, we soften we soften the tough decisions with assistance. What the hell does that even mean? Uh, we soften it with we, assistance. We make layoffs, pretty much. I think. <laughs> no, but how did he soften it? Did he go, oh well, you know, we'll we'll try and get you some contacts in the industry to get you another job. Maybe elsewhere, though. Maybe. maybe that's what it's it is. probably to give them a payoff or something, isn't there? Maybe like six months of wages, a year's worth of wages, or something to leave the company. Yeah, maybe. It's pretty standard. Maybe. Though. Standard procedure. Mm. Um, yep. So you know, well, that's that's what that is. Um, PlayStation Four. But did you see that? No, just just before you yeah, move on, though. Every week, Armar. Every week. No, but uh, Visceral Games might be closing altogether. Visceral are the. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Dead Space. Uh, no. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yes, they are. No, but the the Montreal one isn't. It's Visceral Games Montreal. Studio, which is currently working on Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel. Yeah, well, that's going to do well, aren't it? Uh, so potentially that ain't coming at all, I'm guessing. So who knows? So kind of interesting, but yeah, so they're going to close all together. So I'm guessing that's not exactly living up to their expectations. So see you later. Nope. So, see you later. Yep. So what next? What next? What next? Uh, PlayStation Four news. <gasps> No, 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 no. What about what about what that new P- What about that new graphics card? You said non non PS4, so we've got to talk about the new graphics you card. Have you seen it? this? I'm not fucking talking about that. <laughs> I don't care. So basically, right, this is just ridiculous, right? Nvidia have brought out a new graphics card called the Titan. Right. 
Guess how much this thing costs to buy one graphics card for your PC. Without looking, you're probably looking at it, but how much do you think it costs to buy if you wanted one of these things? Um, I don't know, like 200 quid or something? 200 yeah. Right, okay. Amar, have you looked or are you going to guess? 300 pounds. Well, if you if you sort of went more around the £850 mark, Bloody. right, that's how much this graphics card costs to buy. It It is seriously just crazy. It's just a crazy thing. Um, I think it has, if I remember rightly, it has something ridiculous like six gigs of RAM built in. It's sort of six gigs of RAM just in the graphics card. And this this thing just runs at crazy, crazy. But what they're saying is this thing's so powerful that no current games are going to actually push it. Brilliant. <laughs> it's not going to actually... It's not worth it. You know, the games don't exist at the moment that would fully utilise what it's capable of doing. But I've got to say, it does look cool. You know, if I, if I had 800 quid burning a hole in my back pocket, you know, I might buy one of these. <laughs> well, that, that'll feature your PC for about six months, I think. No, future-proof it for a bit longer than that, I would imagine. Because you've got to remember, most PC games are based on console games now, so whatever the console is doing, the PC is easily doing. So, you know, just saying. Just saying, you know. Anyway, that all being said, yeah, so, come on then, PS4, let's do, talk about Are we it. sure? Do you, do you want to interrupt yeah, my thing with oh, something yeah, else? Right, so, PS4 spec stuff. Uh, yeah. The PS4, as we all know, was announced officially on the 20th of February. And it is, in my opinion, a good move by Sony. I think they uh, have uh, definitely um, come out fighting and done a done a good strategy. But here's some spec details. Uh, Sony. Has... So did you? I mean, did you see? Did you watch it? No, because I'm not a nerd. Uh, so Sony see, has. I did because you're a nerd. <laughs> Sony has ditched the cell uh, model. Which what for the people that don't know, what this means is Sony is stupid in its ps3 days and made a very stupid console which developers didn't like making games for at the start it was weird no one liked it it divided the brand blah 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 in other words it made it very difficult for games to port over very easily what the ps4 has done has made it pretty much a jacked up pc and similar to like the the old xbox which was just a dumb pc with like half a gig of ram in it and I'm presuming the new Xbox will be a jacked-up PC. PS4 have gone that, down that same route. So, tick a box for PlayStation. There. Yeah, and I mean, one of, the, one of the things they did at the actual conference was if they said it once, right, they must have said it about 15 times. It's for gamers. It's for gamers and game developers. Yeah. They said that so well, It's a sign that they're, they're listening because they could have come out with Vita and they could have come out with Move and Storybook or some other shit and no one would have cared. And they've done everything right. Sony, for once, so far, have done everything right. They could be on a winner. They could do it, you know, because they've been behind for the Xbox 360. They um, haven't got the mass audience, the mindset of of like the crowd the kind of call of duty crowd they haven't got those they didn't have the architecture of the online space they didn't nail it as well as microsoft so far as far as we know um sony have done pretty well however so however stew no i was just going to say what did you think about them actually announcing it in america that's fine because that's their that's the market they need to get 
Think about it, because Japan got it. No problem. Xbox, not even a threat. Japan, Japanese people are just going to buy it no matter what. Europe, Germany, you know, France, places like that. I mean, piracy is rife anyway in Eastern Europe, kind of some Central Europe places. So there's a lot of piracy going on. But the people that right. do buy it legitimately mainly buy the PlayStation anyway. The UK is a bit of a different, separate entity, as we always look to be, from Europe. And, and it's a little bit more balanced here. Um, I'd say the Xbox has probably got the tip of the balance, but it's pretty even. So in America, they need to kind of appeal to America. Like America, they lost, really. They lost. I mean, the Wii, the Wii won overall. Um, the PC always wins, but the, the, the Xbox got it. And the PS3 went behind. It was too expensive. The architecture was dumb. The ports were dumb. Um, so but this is what I was... Sorry, say again, Armour. It's only just caught up, actually, with sales in the Xbox in, in like, the last three months or something. It's, it's, it's kind of... In sales, I think it's done pretty well now. Well, I don't know whether they... they I don't think Sony's PS3 division has lost that much money. I think Sony as a whole have lost a lot of money because no one's buying their TVs anymore and all the other stuff that they make. Well, but I think the gaming side of things has been sort of all right. I, I, mean, they, they I wouldn't say so. Bucket load, I wouldn't say No, because like, what, what, where Sony have failed and where Microsoft have succeeded is not necessarily of how great the games are. I think I always thought that PS3 are better exclusive. And I think everybody out of the two... PS3 probably, you can agree, has more kind of interesting ideas, whether they be shit like Heavy Rain or amazing like Infamous and Uncharted. But um, with, with with the Xbox, they've got Gears and they've got Halo. But Microsoft is just so much better at selling. They sell so much better than the Sony do, than PlayStation does. Um, but what I'm saying about the, the, the PS4 conference is, this is my opinion on it, it sounds very good. I think they're doing a great job. I think they've got the potential of overtaking Microsoft. We don't know what Microsoft are up to yet, obviously. But we only know what Sony wants us to know. Right? I sort of don't disagree with you, but... I got you, right? How many times have Sony promised things? How many times have they come out saying this and that, and they never come through? We haven't got the console in people's hands yet. We haven't connected it to online. We don't know if it's going to take 15 hours to update. We don't know if it's going to, everything's going to work from day one. We don't know if this uh, guy Kai bollock streaming thing is going to work swimmingly. We don't know. They're just saying This is the front. This is the shop front yeah. of what they're saying. It's all hype at the moment. Do you know what the weirdest thing is? Like... Uh, the Wii U, they didn't show us a console. They didn't show us a console. There's no console. I don't know how you feel about that, but I I don't know. Look, I, I feel like they're saving something because they know... At the moment, Microsoft are, are kind of standing to one side. They're letting Sony kind of take the floor, I think. And then we do have some news about what Microsoft are up to, but... The I think they're kind of stepping aside and go, all right, let's have let, let Sony have its day, fine, and let's see what they're up to, so we can kind of retaliate or something. But I think they might be holding back the console look for two reasons. First one, it's still not quite ready yet, which is unbelievable. If it isn't, the the main one I think is because they've got something else to show and get people talking still. Because they've got all this talking, but what what happens at E3 when Microsoft come out and say the new Xbox, it's it's got like everything on it, it's the bollocks, everything, and then 
the, the 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 focus then is back on the Xbox. But if Sony have still got to reveal the console, then they can share it again, and then the people can start talking and comparing the two. Yeah, but I mean, to me, you know, to, if we if we look at the specs, right, just to sort of go back Fuck to what it's specs. actually done. Well, no, there's an interesting thing they've done, and the interesting thing they've done is include not not 512 megabytes like we had in the PS3, which you wouldn't expect, but I mean, we we speculated about the new consoles having maybe two nah, well, or three yeah, gigabytes of RAM, eight right? Eight gigs, but not only that, but it's oh. GDDR5 RAM, which is very fast. Very fast. I mean, it's it's it, right. We're like just to just to sort of explain how that works. The DDR3 is it, it's basically it's the the sort of speed multiplied by three. The basics base speed of it multiplied by three. Obviously, this is multiplied by five, yeah. so it's even faster but to me there's a potential issue with this when they actually do come to be selling it because they are are people going to be that bothered as long as you just see eight gigs of ram and if the you know the 360 presumably has a cheaper type of ramming so they can produce it for the lower cost are are people going to be bothered about that i don't know i don't you're you're yeah, kind of maybe overestimating microsoft maybe they'll have cheaper parts in the in the console but it doesn't necessarily mean they'll sell it for cheaper. No, but the 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 speculation is that the the 360 will include uh, DDR3 RAM as opposed to this super fast DDR3. RAM. Mm. Well, you know what I mean? That's what they're saying. I uh, I still don't know kind of how this is going to pan out because one thing we've learned in the last two generations is the most powerful console doesn't always win yeah no um yep. xbox 360 is not as powerful in some ways as the ps3 we know this um but it won and then the xbox one was way more powerful than the ps2 but that didn't win actually so, Jenny, you find that the gamecube was the most powerful of that generation uh-huh. and look at that console yeah yeah, look what happened to that. Look at that piece of shit. Well, it came back out, and it was called the Wii. But <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's um, it's it, you know. So I think this is this is kind of like penis size, isn't it? You know, like eight gigs of DDR5, blah blah blah. Um, but it, yeah, but the only really comes down to how well they sell it. They have to sell absolutely. it absolutely, absolutely. But the only people that are going to be bothered about you know DDR5, GDDR5, or DDR3 or whatever are nerds like us. Yeah, most average yeah, consumers. People off the shelf in the shop, they go just whatever. Eight gigabytes. That's yeah, right. that's got the same. It's cheaper. I'll have that one. That's you know, and that's that's where they're going to struggle. Like the Wii U, they, they they might have tried to sell it to the gamers who know a bit more about it, but average Joe consumer. There was enough thing in America they've sold, which is yeah, not good. Um, it's really not good. So uh, I, I, mean, I think the next Nintendo console will be sooner than we think. Um, well, well, how are they going to afford? Because obviously these things are in production for years, aren't they? You know, with all the research and development and stuff right, that they, goes it's into. It's not like one Nintendo are struggling. They, they're on, they're coming off the back of a, one of the most successful consoles of all time. Yeah, you know. they are. But do you know what? In big business, that means nothing. Well, in big, big business, means... it's all about profit, isn't it? So yeah, yeah and it's going to be very hard for Nintendo to make a profit on what they last did. Which is the Nintendo Wii? They 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 would struggle to do that, but they could make a profit on the Wii U if they did that. You know, they, they could they could start again in some way. 
But anyway, yeah. this, it, it gives a fuck about Wii U. No one cares about that shit. But yeah, let's talk about new shiny stuff. Um, right, come on then. What else has he got? So it's got some um, uh, Blu-ray drive in there, um, yeah. which and that they've kind of announced as well that they're not going to stop physical hardware. They they're still going to support it. They still feel like that the physical the the physical discs are still the primary way to play your games at the start of the cycle. Um, whether that is going to change, probably. But they're still going to do the same model that we used to. You- and they've also they've also confirmed that there's not going to be any blocking of second-hand games, and there's not no. going to be an always-online No, none of that, none of that. Um, USB 3, which is basically just a faster version of... Yep. Every, every Most USBs now are 2, uh, and then the 3s are starting to come in, which is roughly, if you're a video guy like me, is a little bit slower than Firewire still, or maybe just about the same. Um, so it's pretty fast. It's fast enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got those, but nothing has compatible with them. <laughs> no, that's, that's the thing. They're, they're coming in, you know, like USB 3 is pretty fast. Uh, and two USB 2 came in, what, like seven, eight years ago, maybe? Like, So it's been a while. Um Yep, 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 yep. Uh, AMD Next Gen Radeon based graphics engine, uh, which can calculate uh, 1.84 trillion calculations a second, um, which is almost 2 trillion, which is almost 5 trillion, which is basically 10 trillion. Um, (laughs) Which means it's fast. Which is very, very fast. So what we're saying is the PlayStation 4 on paper it looks very good they came out with a fantastic announcement yeah i mean david cage bless him tried but he was a he was a well-eared and he started talking about nonsense um and but you know they came out with kill zone and second son or something yeah kill zone so have you have you watched this what do you think um it kind of looks like kill zone for me right you know even though playstation have great exclusives there's not like the the killer app on there for me there's not like i need to buy a PlayStation 4 for this game. With the Xbox, no, with the Xbox, when Gears of War came out, which was a year later, I'll, I'll grant them that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. When when Xbox, when Gears came out, that was the game that everyone went, I've got, I've got to get it. I have to get that. Yep. And, the, and, and there isn't one of those yet. And don't, absolutely, there could be, they could be working on one, E3 still coming. It could take a year for that to happen. But, for me, what their their lineup like Drive Club couldn't give a shit. They have to have a driving game to show off because driving games always look good. Um, Killzone, whatever. Second Son, I'm sure that's going to be fine. Is it Second Son? It's called Second Son. Yeah, infamous, infamous, infamous Second Son. They look cool. I, I, they did look know, cool. I'm sure that'd be great. I'm sure that'd be really good. But for me, you know, it's not going to warrant me parting. No, I mean three hundred, four hundred quid, or whatever it's yeah. going to be. So the other, the other obviously game that they've got is Watch Dogs. Watch, yeah, but which um, is not an uh, PS3 exclusive. No, it's it's going to be on PS3, 360, Wii U, and PC as well. See, look, Microsoft, so, they they they're kind of in a good and bad position here because now they know what's up. They know this is this is the yeah. risk, isn't it? That somebody has to be first. Somebody has to come out first and say, this is what we're doing. Now, Microsoft, they've probably already worked out that the streaming and kind of sharing um, your uh, gameplay and everything is going to be a big thing. PS, PS4 announced that they were going to partner with uh, Ustream, and, yeah. uh, which is a big deal. Ustream is a very credible streaming service. However, they didn't mention YouTube. 
what if Microsoft go, we're partnering with YouTube? You know, there's yeah. all sorts of different things that they come out with. They could come out with, um, hey, uh, you know, Call of Duty coming out. We've got exclusive maps. I know for us, me, you, and Armour here, we, I mean, I like Call of Duty, but that isn't going to make me buy the console, but that will make no. probably 5 million people buy it. All right. So let's, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about the controller. The controller. So let's have a, yeah. So what, I mean, trigger, they finally well, yeah, got triggers. They, they've changed a few things. I'll list a few things that they've changed. They, they've made concave sticks, which is, to me, like, yep. thank you, because that drove me mad. They haven't made them offset. It still looks like uh, a, a PS controller. Uh, they gave triggers. Which yep. is triggers fine because every time you put that PlayStation controller down, it would hit the trigger. So stupid. Um, that you got a touchpad now on the front, which displays certain things. I think. No, it doesn't. No, it's purely is it just, just touchpad, touchpad, like a, like the back it's of a Vita. Yes, it's exactly from what I can gather. It's exactly They're the same material. Basically, like ripped it off a of Vita and stuck Vita. it on the front. Yeah. Um, so yeah. what that's going to be used for, I don't know. Um, and then they've got a light on the back. So that, that, that the yeah. camera can detect the controller look and move thing. Yeah, but I don't think it works like the move. I think it just can see it. And they've still got, believe it or not, and I can't even believe they even spent any money on this, but he's still got a six axis in it. Yep, well. Why? Why would you still put that in? when I, I cannot remember the last game I played that included that functionality. I mean, blow up. have you got a PS3 MR or not? Um, yep, I have a PS3. It sounded, like, it sounded like you had to remember if you had one there. I did, actually. Um, I, I bought and made the mistake of buying that on launch. And um, and I only have... I've only you must ever do all right, a... Amar. It was a, it was a stupid... Well, actually, I bought it um, duty-free when I was uh, passing ah. through an airport. So I saved um, I saved quite a bit on that. But um, So I, I spent 250 quid for my PS3. Yeah, mine was three. I paid about three hundred and fifty when yeah. they first came out. Um, and I got, I, I got two. Like, if you go in HMV, bless HMV. Um, yeah. But if you go in HMV, they kind of give you whatever package you want. But if mm. you go in game, they go, no, you have to have these games with it. You can't change it. But HMV don't care. They just go, whatever, just buy it. You idiot. Um, I love where that got them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that did work. <laughs> but you know, I, that, I bought my PS3 there for that. Um, so yeah, you're not a big. Fan of your PS3 armor? Um, I'm not. I think um, for me, I mean, Sony really sort of. It was quite interesting actually. You said um, just um, a few minutes ago about the um, there's nothing coming out on the PlayStation 4 that would compel you to buy. Um, I mean, I bought a Wii U in December, and I sent it back to Amazon um, because nothing compelled me to open it and get it set up. And I don't think there's going to be anything ah, for a oh year. Oh my god! You didn't even set it up. No, I sent it because I mean, they, you know, I, I had Mario 3D Land. I mean, my brother bought uh, a Wii U, and um, I played it there, and you know, it's nice in it. But um, with regards to any games coming out apart from Pikmin 3, um, yeah, you Pikmin know, 3 is the only reason I want one, and I'll probably but, buy one in four years' time for it. Well, when it eventually comes out, you mean? <laughs> is it not out yet? It's coming no. out. Uh, I think um, uh, June, June, July time. But um, yeah, the, the, that's the trouble with Nintendo. They're just so vague about when stuff's gonna come. They need to move so on with that. Yeah. Shit. Well, there's it's coming out at some point. I mean, they 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 released um uh, well, they give us a, a European date for Animal Crossing. Thank God in June. So that's so that was pre-ordered. But uh, there isn't anything. Um, worthwhile we use are not, are not that expensive, are they? Re- I mean, two hundred and thirty oh, quid. 
Well, I mean, um, it's not. I mean, to see Nintendo are making the same stupid mistake that Sony made when they launched the PS3. They came out with this, you know, a 60 gig version with you know hardware emulation and it had like all the all the bits and bobs on there. You know, it was really good. And then they launched this crippled 20 gig crappy version. Um, as well, and Nintendo have done the exact same thing. So they've got this 32 gig version with a packing game and sensor bar and everything else, and then they give you this basic version, which you know partly doesn't doesn't even have enough memory to support a firmware updates. Um, mm. you no, know, and and you know speaking, I mean I've sort of gone online the last few days, and the price of the Wii U has gone from about 300 pounds, the premium pack, to about 280 pounds, and I reckon. Um, that will fall to about 250 pounds by summertime. But on the Wii U, um, there's nothing that makes me want to buy it in the first year. And the same thing for the PS3. Nothing came out in the first year that made me want to buy it. And the same thing for the PS4. Um, with, with the PS3, they got so many things wrong. Um, you know, sort of emulation for a start. Uh, you know, they launched a joypad with a six-axis and rumble, and then it came out with rumble. Um, you know, all that, all that carry-on. And I, I don't know. I just See, think I, 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 look, everything that Sony has done so far has been like I felt like the right move. You know what I mean? Like they've they've done everything exactly how they should have. I feel, All right? Even like they, they didn't reveal the console. That doesn't knock me that much. Like the fact that they came out and went right PS4 specs, uh, games about the games. We change the controller. Boom, deal with it. Right? Um, I think that's great. However, I don't trust. Sony um, to sell it very well. They're not the best I'm, at I'm selling. In, you see, I think, right, and if, what's kind of funny, if you look around like Shop2 and Zavi and Amazon and all those places, they're, they're taking pre-orders on a console that they don't know the price of. Yeah. Well, it's, and and, well, it's £400 is, is supposedly the most you'll pay yeah. Shop2 and Amazon. Yeah, three ninety nine ninety nine. They're all putting it out. They're all doing the same, and they've all just got a picture of the controller. <laughs> but it's because, because that, the reason why they do it got. is because they know people are excited. And yeah. I've heard somebody say, "I'm going to pre-order it straight away." So they they're getting that that crowd, and they're getting them while yeah. they're excited, and then they'll forget they've ordered it, and then the money comes out of their account. You see, I don't think we're ever going to... You know that situation when the 360 first came out where you just could not get one for about two months, could you? Unless you got one on launch day, you weren't getting one until you know they made enough to supply again. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. You know, that sort of... in the same with the Wii. You know that thing with the Wii where you couldn't get one for about bloody two years or whatever. Apparently Ridiculous. it was going to happen with the Wii U, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Never happened. Um, it's not going to happen again. Yeah, so... I mean, they're seeing all the right things. I think... Um, if you think back um, to the sort of Sony when 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 they launched the PS3, they'd won the PS1 and the PS2, and I think they were the only company to win two generations. Um, they came out and said um, nobody wants Rumble. That's so last last technology. Um, and then they sort of said, um, yeah, we're taking out the hardware emulation for software. And then we're taking it all together because nobody wants to play backward games. What they're doing now is they've come out and said. Um, we're not doing emulation because we're moving from a power PC setup to the X86 setup, and emulation is difficult. And I can believe that, you know, being a bit of a programmer. But what they're, what they're also saying is it, it is not going to be not only not backwards compatible with your physical discs, because it isn't going to be backwards compatible with any of your existing PS3 games, mm-hmm. but also downloadable titles aren't going to be backwards compatible that, either. That I'm shocked about. I'm really shocked about that. But. You think about it, even if it, if it's a disc or if it's sitting on a hard drive, 
it still reads it the same way. You know, like it still uses the processing power. Oh, yeah. So the way PS3 games are made to run on a PS3 probably is difficult to port on a yep. on a PS4. So that's the reason why, and that's the reason why Gaikai would cover that. But it would. But how would he go that right? How reliable is Gaikai going to be? Is it going to work? Will they come well, through think, with it? Will yeah. they be true to their word? Look what? at Sony's past. They haven't been very true to their word. Look at the PSP Go. Look at the Vita. Well, I um, oh. well, I mean, I had a yeah. I had a trial version. I was a trialist for On Live for about for for about two months last year. Um, yeah, and I've I've played on On Live as you know because I keep stealing games. You exploited it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I um, but um, I have a, a Infinity Two broadband, so I've got seventy five meg down downstream and fifteen meg up. And it is stupidly fast, and I found that even with online, download again. Oh, it's already done. Brilliant. Um, but um, if, I, if I'm sort of playing a game on live or when I was playing a game I, I played um, Batman on there that, you know that was available in a few other games Colin McRae Rally and I found that there was still lag so if someone like me with you see I never got that I played it on on live and I never got lag but what I did get was sort of artifact things you know where things would just go out of focus for a minute or two and then come back into focus lag I never really had an issue with never really had a problem with lag hmm well, but I think uh, you know, and and with Gaikai, they've you know they've been honest and, and and they've come out and said, look, we can't do emulation because it's a lot of processing power, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so therefore, we're going to point to Gaikai. And what Chen is saying is is spot on. They're they're seeing all the right things, you know, brand new controller, um, you know, Blu-ray specs, you know, DDR5, etc. I think the proof is going to be in the pudding, and it'll be interesting to see if they actually come out with a final product that has all of these things. I personally don't think they'll have 8 gig with DDR5. I think it'll be um, a bit less. Um, but no, and they can't. there is no way yeah. they can say that and then go no. back on it. I, I, no, I don't think they can go back on that. Like, that's definitely... Because no. they're making them now. They're, they're making those consoles now. All right, so yeah, those parts are real. But what I'm saying is that the stuff... There's so much stuff that they said about the PS3 that didn't come into fruition. They didn't even tell us that they couldn't do private chat. Right? Yeah, they didn't yeah. even do that. They only tell you... This whole thing was what Sony wants you to know. What Sony wants the console to be. Not what it is, because it doesn't even exist yet. All right? But what... You see, and, what, and don't forget, on, on the actual demonstration, and he went, this whole Goikoi thing, this whole, like, streaming demos, you won't have to download, download them in the background... That will come one day. They didn't say it was going to come day one, which to me means it could be usual Sony spiel again. You see, what I thought was weird was all the sort of headsets are Bluetooth, right? And it's like it was all about, oh, you can use any Bluetooth headset. Da, 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 da. And now it's like now we've got a microphone, you know, a headphone socket on the controller. Well, good, because I think that's another way that they slipped up where they should have put one in the box. Because, yeah. Like, I don't know about you. I mean, I've got a PlayStation kind of headset Bluetooth thing, but it's yeah, shit. Got one it's shit. It is a bit. And I can't, I've and never dangled. had yeah. a good experience playing online. I mean, like, talking to people. It's never fluent. No. It never works perfectly. And this is why I don't trust Sony. Now, I, I don't trust Microsoft to give me exactly what I want. I, I, I expect Microsoft to give me all this bullshit that I don't want, like Connect and um, an entertainment box and other shit that I don't care about. But what I do trust them on is making that experience fluent, polished, and it sells well. They make it 
as very visible as they can. They market the shit out of it. They know how to do it. They they won't let it slip so easily. They're not going to go down like pussies, Microsoft. They're going to come out for it, and they won't fail like Sony did. If they do fail, they'll they, they'll they'll try very hard not to, whereas Sony just kind of like caved in a little bit and just went, well, you know, get two jobs to pay for the console. What kind of ridiculous shit is that? Microsoft yeah, won't, go, won't back comment. down. So I get my... That was a daft comment, wasn't there? Get it two was, jobs yeah. to buy it. Yeah, it's so expensive. You'll want it so much to get two jobs to buy it. Yeah. Microsoft, you can't say that shit like in, in corporate America. You can't do it. So, you know, there's a whole marketing team behind every speech that they give. They are not stupid. Microsoft are very, very clever. There's a reason why they're around. And uh, I, I don't trust Sony to be as, as smart as that. They're a different culture. They make so many promises before and they haven't delivered. I hope... I, because personally, if the PS3 is better and like both of them launch and everyone's saying the PS3 is sorry, PS4 is better than the Xbox and the Xbox is trash, I'll get a PS4. I'm not loyal to any console at all, really. Like I'll go for the one that I want. And now you see, what's what's interesting for me, and and I think this is where they've got to really show what they're going to be doing is at the moment for me. You know, they've said all of this stuff, right, that it's going to have a share button and it's going to have all these cool features. And and I, I thought one of the, the funniest things, that, well, there was a few funny things that happened. We'll come on to them when we talk about the games. But one of the funniest things that happened was, for the first time ever, we're now going to show you the new PS4 controller, right? And he held it up as though that was the first time anybody had seen it. Needless to say, about a week before <laughs> that, everybody had yeah. already it's seen it. We'd Sony all seen it. It's exactly the same that they've done it before. They just leak shit all the time. We've seen it. We've seen it already. But he still said, for the first time, here's the exclusive reveal. I'm like, not really. It's all over the bloody internet, you know. I remember, I remember somebody made a mock-up from different spec designs on Reddit. Someone like kind yep. of mocked up a, a fake version of the controller, and he was pretty much bang on with what it looked like. So, and then, and then, right, and then they've got this share thing where you can share screenshots and videos. Though that was their idea. Oh, here's this cool thing where, which online yep, did exactly online did it. Steam does, you know, Steam does. And that also, as well. don't forget, Call of Duty does. And Call of Duty does, and Halo what else does did, it. Halo did it. You know, they made it sound like it was like this well, new thing to, that to, they no, come up with. To, to credit to them, well, I, and I don't think it, it, no, it's not originally their idea, but at least they're trying to unify it, which is what Microsoft did so well. You know what I mean? They they gave the, the you know the friends list. That was that was like a standard that every developer has to meet the achievements that every developer has to do them. This is the way it is. Whereas Sony just kind of bolted it on. I feel like Sony bolt everything on. They bolt trophies on, you know, the two sticks on the bottom of fucking control pad on a PlayStation controller. They're bolting on. They was bolted on the PS one. They literally just put them on the fucking bottom. They just add shit on their stuff. Whereas Microsoft think about it a little bit more. And I know I'm saying it a little bit more pro Microsoft there because you fanboy. However, right. Microsoft, <laughs> I guarantee Microsoft will come out with stupid shit that I won't care about again, like Fable bollocks and Connect nonsense, right? And and that's what worries me about them. So if they do come out with all that crap, I'm, I'll, I'll be PlayStation because at least PlayStation has better exclusives than them. Yeah, and I mean, again, I mean, just coming back to the social stuff, the fact like they have taken those things and are including a headset with every console now is a good idea. Now. You'd have to think 
that they're gonna have group chat and those things oh, that everybody you know, come on they have to. that's gotta be a given hasn't Jeez, it surely bro, and, and stupid audio not to have it and and and, and, and we, we quickly forget that was a that blew my mind when i was private chatting with my mate marsh while i was playing a different game to him that blew my tits off well i'll be honest with you right when i very very first got my 360 and i and i had uh, rockstar presents table tennis was one of the first games i got along with uh, condemned and no i didn't get that i got um uh, quake 4 quake 4 on it as well so they they were the games that I got right, and I'm just like, and I, I was playing table tennis online in my living room and talking to a room full of dudes in America, right? And I was just like, that is umber. I'm going to K K. I'm speaking to dudes in America playing him at table tennis across the bloody ocean. It's just amazing. See, like, I was new to I, I, I wasn't new to that. Like I've been playing my my Xbox Live since the PS1 like day. So like um uh like Halo and everything was. Halo 2 was like kind of exposed me to that. But what blew my mind was that I could be playing a single player game, all right, and still be connected with my friends. There was still like a presence and there was a hub yeah. and there was like a there's like a community, a little kind of hub area on my console. My console wasn't this machine that played games anymore. My console was a world and a social hub, which blew my mind. Like it was just amazing. And no, we take that for granted. That only came in on the Xbox 360, really, on the PS3. So this whole streaming stuff is new territory now, and downloading, and, and, and people kind of have to work it out as they go, as they did with this party chat, this generation. But Sony have a bit of catching up to do, because they didn't even have, a, have this whole you know, private well, chat. So, I mean, I'm going go I'm, I'm to come out and sort of be all... Um, I'm going to lay my cards out on the table. Um, I will not be buying the PS4. Um, I will be pre-ordering the next Xbox purely because <gasps> purely because I have been on Xbox Live. I recently bought a new yearly subscription. I've been on Xbox Live since well for ten years. Um, I bought it when the Xbox One got. I think I, that's I, I, that is Xbox's ace in the hole. But Xbox Live, everything is a seamless. And you know, you mentioned no. uh, you know a community hub and social hub. Um, I wasn't that much blown away when, you know, if you, if, 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 say, for example, if I'm playing like table tennis and someone else has been called Call of Duty, I can talk to them. What really got me was back before, you know, social media took off, if you were online and you called up your friends list and you could see a friend and he was like, for example, level 20 Vanguard in Mass Effect, you knew kind of where he was in the game. I yeah. thought, that was, thought that was pretty cool. And I, the reason why I love achievements and trophies is not because like the, the stupid points or whatever the rewards to them anymore it's like i can check stew's game and go you haven't finished that you want to fucking get a movie yeah, right and you you because you, yeah, yeah. i'm you know people are naturally nosy like that's what facebook's for P- facebook isn't to connect with your friends are you joking facebook is to connect with the people that you went to school with to see if you're doing better than them right yeah. so you know and i, I go on <laughs> I go on like my my I go on random people's friends list like and well they're, they're like achievements list to see what they're doing to see how many games they're playing see if they're playing more than me and I check the ones that are playing quite a lot and I go I go I oh, watched you play recently and I go oh well he hasn't you know you know I'll look at his games and be nosy not a lot of the 360 not a lot of like no but like that that that's great though it's, it, it it kind of appeals to people's like nosiness however. You say loyalty, Stu, when I said, look, that's Microsoft ace in yeah. the hole. One thing I've learned this generation is people aren't, gamers are not loyal. 
to any fucking like um, uh, company, right? Because I, you know, look at Christopher Matthew. Christopher Matthew, for people that don't know, is a member of the game for the elderly. He's on the overseas connection. Christopher Matthew, about four or five years ago, was Xbox loyal. He would do the craziest shit for achievements. He would spend so much time getting achievements. Now, this does coincide with the fact that he didn't have a job and he was at college, so he had a lot of free time at the time, and he didn't have any kids. Now he has two kids, um, and he's got a a proper job where he teaches physics to people. Um, So his life's changed a little bit. But look how he's like his achievement score meant a lot to him. Now he doesn't even think about it. So people aren't as loyal as you might think. However, Microsoft, out of all of them, I think, have the ace in the hole of they've been around for the longest um, in terms of like a, a decent structure. They've got a lot of people that love their achievements. They've got a lot of people that love their friends list. They've got a lot of people that just play with the, their little community of friends. You know, they're, they're five, six people of friends on Call of Duty or whatever every like week or day. And that's what they've got. That's what they've got. And I think they've got that more than Sony do. Yeah, I get. Yeah, and and that does come back to a loyalty thing. But it's like you'd you'd it'd be like shaped like a bell, won't it? You know, like like a lot of stuff like that. You know, like when you changing things or when you're doing that stuff. So you'll have you know to the left hand side you'll have all the people who are sort of die hard Xbox fans, and to the right hand side you'll have all the people who are die hard PS3 fans or whatever. And then in the middle you've got all your floaters, haven't you? Who yep. you know go one way or the other depending on where they yeah. think the best deals to be had. And I think I'm, I mean you're definitely a floater, lol. Um, you're definitely <laughs> a, a floater, Stu. Uh, Amar, I can't really speak for you. You sound like you, uh, you know, you you're kind of loyal I, to the Xbox. I'm a I'm a buffer Nintendo fanboy, um, but I like my Xbox. Um, yeah. You see, but I'll just go where the best games. No, you'll are. go That's where shit really is shinier and cheap. Possibly. That's because you're northern, <laughs> all right? You'll go <laughs> things that are cheap, all right? And <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. You're more northern than me. Yeah, you, you're in the snow there, Armour. Um, yeah, right. So You only live at the North Pole. <laughs> so, uh, Stu, you like, you like talking about games that people don't know about, and you also like um, telling everybody, that being the first to tell people about the games, right? And you like Possibly. the new shit. You like anything that's new and the, you, you're very much like the zeitgeist of the, you have to go where everybody the trend's going. Whereas I kind of like, I don't mind sticking to something because it's not, I don't mind if my games aren't the shiniest shit in the world as long as they're great. I think, you know, Far Cry 3 is fine. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, Let's face it, Stu, you're going to get one of these very soon. Not on launch, but soon. I don't soon. think I am. No, I don't think I am. I think you will. I think you'll get no, one sooner than you think. I don't think I will. Because at the moment, right, there is nothing on there. Because Watch Dogs, I can get on the other consoles anyway. And the so PS. I'm not that on the PC. And the PC. On the PC, sorry, yeah. You can get it on the PC. Yeah. So, at the moment, I'm not... I'm not... There's nothing However, that... However, Stu, you are saying this pre to knowing what Microsoft are up to. Yeah, I'd I'd be interested to see what the they are doing. And that's what but... everything boils down to, to this whole PS4 announcement, is until they're in people's homes, and I'm listening to podcasts of people talking about playing them for hours and hours, we won't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm less sort of negative about the PS4 than I obviously was about the Wii U. Oh, yeah, you know, but... I'm... The PS4 looks great. It looks fantastic. But I don't have any confidence in Sony to sell it 
they're not great at selling. So let's let's have a quick. I mean, we did briefly mention the game. So, so we, we've got Killzone Shadowfall, Killzone, right? which which did look beautiful. But then I'll be honest with you, I was playing Vanquish, you know, on Sunday, and I thought, do you know what this the cityscaping that looks equally cool? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I, I think with Killzone, like it, it looks good. It had great effects, great lighting, great particle effects. You know, there was a lot of stuff going on, don't get me wrong. It does look good, but it's Killzone, and it's still generic. It's still like this, like, yeah. it still feels Shoot like you've seen it before. Cubes. And we're yeah. so... There was nothing about We've it. seen, like, high-end PC graphics now because the PCs become, um, you know, the dominant console all of a sudden. So we, we've seen these high specs before, so it doesn't really blow any of us away. Um, no. So... Like, Infamous Second Son, I think, it made a better impression because it's an infamous game. People like Infamous. And, you know, it looked pretty. And you're only going to get it on the PS4. Yeah. So I th- Which is true of Killzone as well, to be fair. Yeah, but it's generic. And I think Infamous is a little bit more appealing to, you know... The, I, I don't know anybody that loves fucking Killzone. I, I don't know anyone that goes... Killzone, it's the best. Oh my god, I have to buy it. Do you guys remember? Um, I think when the PS3 was being announced, um, they showed this really high definition, fantastic footage of Killzone 3. Yeah, and, and it was all oh, a bit yeah. Hoax. Yeah, 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 it wasn't real. And, and it's like, go uh, and make that game now because we yeah, showed And when I, saw, um, like, when I saw the footage, I mean, of Killzone Shadowfall, the first thing I thought, you know, the proof is going to be in the pudding. You know, you've shown me this, you're making these promises. Show me the money. Show me, you know, show me the. Money. But then they did. But they did show people. They, they did, did show. Apparently, them yeah. That, that that was actually was being playing. played. That was real yeah, was people playing that game. They they wouldn't do that again. <laughs> They'd be no. so stupid <laughs> to do that again. No, they were playing it. But to be fair as well, it it, it was probably on some super duper you know super duper computer sort of you know developers kit that was hidden behind the stage yeah. somewhere. That's probably the same specs as what which they churned out. Oh, yeah, no, it will be. It'll be the same specs to what the PS4 is going to be. They, know, they so. won't do that again. Sony have learned so many lessons yeah. this generation, so many. Where, you know, and I suppose Microsoft have off the back of Sony, you know. Um, anywho, uh, Drive Club, which is, I, yeah. I think, is a big middle finger to Gran Turismo uh, because Gran Turismo has always been the PlayStation driving game. However, the problem with Gran Turismo is they don't come, on, come out very well. Um, very often, so and it's not very social, is it? It is, it is but, but it's it's more about hardcore they racing. They delayed, them, they? they delayed them, Gran Turismo on the PS3 by a good two years, and eventually folk were like, "Bloody hell, is it ever going to come out?" Yeah, um, and they, yeah, they released so. a demo which they they you know you paid twenty five pound for, and it was ridiculous. Like the Forza, there's been five Forza games in the space of. GT four and five, so that isn't good enough for yeah for for Sony. Right? Yeah, you're right. Actually, they need they need uh, a a driving game that is high end, exclusive to Sony, social, and comes out every two years. They have a developer that made driving games for the PS3 that didn't do very well. They need. 
they didn't do very well. Not, not that's their... not. Well, Motorstorm they didn't I'm, do very I'm... well. Motorstorm did all right. That didn't not... do very well. The last one didn't. No, the last one didn't. But the other two. I think did. the first one had the did. advantage of being a launch title. Yeah. So that the second one, one, the second one was better critically, but I don't think it did very well. I don't know. I'm not sure that's true. Well, where are they now? Why, why have they released a new IP? Well, because obviously the the last one didn't do that. And to be honest with you, the last one I played that, and I, it was all right. And it was cool, but it it was nothing. Was like the kind of like earthquakey one. And then yeah, it was like a, with, were, where, but wasn't it? It came at the same time the, as the massive earthquake in Japan. It was a meant. It was meant to. It got delayed for ages. Then it came with a bit of a whimper because was, they were worried about causing issues. It, that was a mess. It, it, it was sent to die, unfortunately, well, because of what happened. Well. And it, it just didn't do very well. But I think this looks kind of cool. It, it looks like potentially, Carp- you know... It's, it's just car porn like Forza. Uh, it, it's yeah. not for me. It's not for you, Stu. I don't know Armour's opinion on me. car games, but uh, it's I love definitely... car games. So it's, it's a Mark Annex game, but he's more expert. But do you, not, do you not think also this might be... A, a really good version of Test Drive Unlimited, you know, that kind of game that, that actually would be hard to do, to be honest. I, I, no, I'm confident that I could do that. Um, anyway, right, so Drive Club is a game with cars and it looks pretty. And it's always good to have a, a, a car game showing off your graphics because, you know, they look they look amazing. You know, metallic cars are very easy to render. Um, but they went, they went to great lengths just saying, like, and we've copied it exactly from 550 no, gazillion okay. and you know and all that kind of um, stuff. We got a new IP called is it Knack or no? It's called Knack. Knack. It's just called Knack. Knack. Uh, um, no, for me, it looked all right, but it was like it was very generic looking. It was you know it looked cool. It had great. I mean, they, they are getting to that sort of you know like Wreck It Ralph type graphics, you know, in a game. That's what it. That's what it was showing off. That you know, we've got these Pixar almost type graphics in a video game. Not for me but, though. But that's all it was. It was just that with you know jumping around and eating stuff. You know, just like a very generic. I don't know. Beat 'em up. Um, Watch Dogs, which is not a PS4 exclusive, but it was yeah, but still look very cool. Um, yeah, I feel like this is this generation's Assassin's Creed, whereas. You know, Assassin's Creed is kind of feeling like it's had its day now. Um, Watch Dogs could be, you know, the thing that we all... I think what what was cool about this demo, in difference to the stuff we saw at E3 last year, was they were showing how dynamic the game is, in so much as if you interact with a particular person in the game, then that'll lead you to almost like your own little side yeah. mission. I always, I'm, always wary oh, cool. of, I'm always wary of that stuff, though, Stu, because yeah. you don't know... They, they, how many times have we heard the word dynamic? It's like, follow this person and this will happen. Yeah, but look, how many times have they said dynamic and then it's not? No, I know. So that I take with a pinch of salt. It looks pretty. It looks like it's going to be good, but... We'll see. Um, this next, this next game was just well, this one and the one after it were the two weirdest things. The, the witness for me looked like mist. Yeah, it did. Um, it did. It's like mist. It is mist, I suppose. Um, it looked cool, but he's cool. a dick. So he is. And, and is it coming out on the Xbox as well? Um, no. Is it a PS4? It's a, it's a time. It's a timed exclusive oh, so it is. on the PS4. 
uh, and then it's coming out after that on the PC and iOS platforms. I bet I you it comes to the Xbox. Yeah, but he didn't mention that. It's not been mentioned that it's it's coming to sort of iPad, iPhone. You know what? Whatever, it's like, hasn't been so it'll be probably well. Yeah, fine, whatever. Uh, Destiny, which is Bungie's new shit. This is just weird, right? They came out to sort of talk about it, and there was four guys from Bungie, and three of them just stood at the back of the stage, and then he just shuffled off. It was just the weirdest thing. Oh, what just I really find weird is like they already announced this like a week. Before. I know. And they, on Sunday, was they, Oh, was it the Sunday before? It's like, yeah, it was Sunday before. Great. And what? We already knew about this stuff. And they said, you know, PS4 exclusive content. I, I always kind of get very underwhelmed with ex- console exclusive content. It's like weapons or a mission. And I don't care often. That and timed exclusives. Yeah, like, and we'll play, it'll come out. Like, how many times Call of Duty does it? Where. You know, it often kind of sways the vote for Call of Duty, but still, I mean, it's not worth GTA. GTA 4 on the 360 was the worst one, wasn't it? With the Lost and the Damned and stuff. Oh, yeah, we're going to get it. And it was like a year later. Yeah. Oh, but it was it? good, though. It was good. It was fucking weird. But they'll never, ever do that again. No. <laughs> the, they're they're still happen. learning the, 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 the trade, I suppose. You know, the, yeah, the, the, the model. I mean, what do you think, Amara, of all these games? And there was anything at all that sort of jumped out for you? Um, anything that jumped out? Um, you know i mean okay yeah. drive club i mean i i am i mean i loved them um, pgr1 pgr2 pgr3 i bought motorstorm when the ps3 came out so i guess drive club does um intrigue me um but um you know i mean i i mean i thought the game i thought the games they announced was pretty underwhelming to be honest I think they've, I think they made the best of what they had available. You know, I do think they. I mean, the Diablo three thing. You know, they made out that was a huge. I think that is a thing. big deal. I think that was like one of the biggest surprises. It is, but does that do, does your average Sony PlayStation owner care about a PC franchise yeah, that they that never really for people like, like? That's kind of for people like me, where I, I feel like people who want to play Diablo will play Diablo. Right. You see, I think, I think there might be more to it than that. Do you know what I think it might be? I think that's like all these people who are migrating over to the PC, right? They're trying to sort of stem that flow by saying, well, actually, you know, those PC exclusives that you may be going over there to play are actually going to be on this console when it comes out. So you don't need to bother upgrading your PC because we'll have that on ours. I feel, you know, I, I feel like it's for people that are kind of in... That, that, that are, like me, for example, where I look over the fence right, and I say... There must be something to this Diablo nonsense because people talk about it all the time. So if I if I have a platform I could play that on because I don't have a PC, I will give it a go, and maybe I'll you know buy it and like it. So I, I don't think it hurts. It's I, that that for me was the biggest surprise um, in the games. I wasn't expecting a Diablo free to come to consoles. But and and I mean and then they showed Capcom's deep down. Right, which is this some like you know sword and sorcery thing with dragons, brilliant. And it looked good. I mean, again, great particle effects, great sort of stuff. But how much of that was any, if any, was gameplay demo? You know, it did sort of look like it was because at one point he was running around and he had a sword on on the screen, so it was like there was some sort of 
hood there and he was he was playing the game or whoever was you know it was showing gameplay but i don't we don't know that i've said but again they might have this big fancy you know ps4 but it's still the the facial stuff still didn't look the facial models didn't look that great in any of the stuff i saw you know apart from you know david cage's demonstration of his animation tech and yet that was just the head on a screen so you know it didn't you know if you had that on every character in a game would it still run that well i don't know but that was that was some impressive stuff, you know. But I don't know. Hey ho! And then that then Square Enix came on stage to say that they were having another Final Fantasy game for the PS4, obviously, and then just that walked was a mess. off. There was, that there was, was a mess. They basically said E3. Yeah. It's like, what was the point of that? It's just like, oh, well, like it's a pretty much a given anyway that there's going to be another Final Fantasy game at some point on the new console because that would just happen, wouldn't it? So that seemed like a bit of a waste of time. I don't know. I mean, I watched it and I, I kept, I got towards the end of it and I'm just like, has he finished? When's he going to finish? And I kept thinking, well, you know, they'll do all this and then we'll actually get to see the, co- you know, they'll do the big reveal of the console at the end. You know, it'll be, you know, they'll bring out a, a PlayStation fat. And it'll be hidden inside it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, and then the final bit of stuff, I guess, is the PlayStation Twin Eye sort of Connect copycat-alike. Do you care? You know. about, I don't care. Nope. No, I, I couldn't give a monkey's. And they really don't good for them. It. They didn't really focus on it too. They didn't make much of it. And to they be just honest. went, "Well, we got this shit. Whatever. Some somebody might do something with. It. Who cares? Great. Yeah. Brilliant. That's as no- that's all I need to know. That. That it's for somebody else, not me. Yeah. So that's what that's what we think about it. So we've well, given that's what we use. think, but what do the that's listeners a... think? So what what did the listeners think? So what did the Facebook uh, peeps think about all of this? And so shall we have a look? See what they what did Let's they think? Have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, we didn't get a, a whole ton of comments, but we did get some. So uh, Andrew Gold said Xbox is what he's after. I've started making vids of gameplay, and I like to sh- I like the share button, but I don't like the fact it will only record the last 15 minutes. Half an hour would be good, and an option to save footage to edit at a later date. So he's still going Xbox. So I was saying, you know, which one would you go for? You know, are you, are you excited for the PS4? Or are you still waiting for the new Xbox or PC? Mm. Um, now, someone called Amar Pavez. Uh, Pavez said, no question. Yeah, no question about it. The features are compelling. Gaikai integration for emulation from day one is good. Record button is good. Multicast streaming is awesome. But talk is cheap. Show me the pudding of proof. Exactly. Exactly. Smart, he was guy. smart guy. He obviously is a smart guy. Uh, Dean Hodges said, just finished my rig, uh, meaning PC, and it's as good a spec as a PS4, so that will keep me going. Still impressed, though. Just wish they had copied the 360 pad. I'll still go for 360 first and pick up a PS4 when they are cheaper. Uh, Richard Primo School Duggaroo says, I think Steam have now convinced the devs to keep releasing new titles straight to the PC. Construction of both new consoles will strengthen this. Therefore, I think I'm closer than ever to going PC. Mike and Duke more or less poo-pooed the Steam box. Uh, But with a family of five, I would be quids in by setting up a decent PC plus two of them Steam boxes. Which is kind of right, isn't it? Because he could have one in his each kid's bedroom. It'll cost him less than a hundred quid. You need to. Doesn't a Steam box just basically stream your PC? Yeah, but you may, if you can have multiple stream, but they might only be using it one at a time. It depends whether it's, it'll allow you to stream more than one no, at a time. I don't think it would. 
But anyway, uh, Andrew Gold came back. Doesn't this Steambox just stream for PC? That's what I've heard. And he said, yeah, but the investment in comparison to shelling out for two extra Xboxes or Playstations is a lot smaller, which he's right. So interesting. Uh, Barry Morgan said, all the facts. How about we find out a launch price, launch title, launch date, and what the bloody console looks like, and then we'll talk. Granted, the aesthetics aren't that important, but how can Sony launch a console and not show what the hell it looks like? Great specs, mind you. Uh, and that was it on the uh, Facebook. So that's what people on the Facebook thought. Sure. Uh, and we did. Yeah, we did have some uh, Twitter tweeter, tweet, 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 tweets and stuff like that. And yeah, let's have a look. Uh, okay. When's the release date, price and box? And is GTA 5 on it? Uh, that was from Paul B. Seabler. Tuscan said, nothing to do with that. But Tuscan said, listen to the podcast. Chitty, Sega will be fine. They made 3 billion yen profit in the third quarter. They have Yakuza. No, the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And he went on, Football Manager, the Total War Series. Sonic and All-Stars Racing did really well. And they've recently bought Relic as well. Fucked. Just saying. Just saying. And we've got, what else have we got on here? Um, Oh, this one's kind of interesting. Antonio Phillips said, correcting schools correction. All CODs, apart from Black Ops 2, have demos on XBLA. On, uh, yeah, so which is right, but they all, all of those came out after the game had released. None of those came out, as far as I can remember, apart from... Do you know, I was thinking about this, though. The one that I do remember, and what got everybody really, really excited, um, was when they did the beta for Call of Duty 4, wasn't it? Do you remember that? What? And they, they, when, they, when they did the beta for Call of Duty, or beta, beta, whatever you yeah, want to yeah. say, for Call of Duty 4. Yeah. That, yeah. That. When they did that, that was prior to the game releasing, and I got everybody in the dog talking about, you know, all the stuff that was going in and, you know, all the things you could do and the perks and all those crazy things. And everyone was, and that really got that that sort of game off the ground, really, in my opinion. It blew the that shit really, off everyone. It blew the shit off everyone. So there you go. That's it on the Twitters. So we should go to the mailbag, I guess. See what, uh, yeah, see what we've got in there. Uh, I've got to get this straight. Oh, mailbag. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's, you know, that was, I thought that Duke was bad for humour him. I just thought he was. (laughs) Now, I've got to start off with an apology. Because I missed an email last week. Fucking hell, Stu. What do I pay you for? I I very rarely, to be honest with you, I think I've only ever missed one before. I don't very often miss one. What do I pay you for? I know, I'm sorry. Uh, but he's from uh, Pinky, and he says this, RE is that Halo fanboy again. So he says, I just finished listening to episode 162 and did not hear you guys read out my email. I know it's hard to get to all the emails, but I find it a little bit disconcerting when you guys read out ones that revolve around fecal matter and skip mine. Your show is great, but I have to side with Duke on this one. Although the poop jokes are mildly funny, your podcast is about video games. If listeners want to hear shit, then they should look up an appropriate podcast because a VG podcast is anything but. Keep up the awesome show and thanks for the heads up on Aliens Colonial Marines. Love, Pinky. I mean, he's been telling him, just be careful, don't buy it. Uh, so, look, I said to him, right, I'm really sorry, right? But look on the bright side, you'll get two read out. So this was his original email, so here we go. Uh, hey guys, how goes it? How do? How do? Hello. Uh, I've been quiet as of late, but I have still been listening. 
Chidi's news segments have been brimming with titbits and titillations of the next-gen consoles, and it got me thinking. You guys remember back when Halo 1 was the first-person shooter launch title for a new, new console? How about Halo 2's awesome online multiplayer, right, when the Xbox went online? Just because a game is made with love, care, and lots of money, it does not guarantee a smash hit that will last 100,000 years. Halo reference, lol. Timing also plays a huge role. Bigger than most of us know. I understand why Ginny would be a little miffed at the delay of GTA 5. Well, you're not really miffed, are you? No. I don't think you're no, what I said no. was if you want to take time to perfect perf- perfection, then go ahead and perfect it. Fine. Uh, I am as well, but maybe it's for the greater good, which we agree with. That's fine. We will. Just maybe Rockstar ordered one of those World Cup fortune-telling squid from that petsovernight.com. Meow. And are now convinced that they should wait until September for the release. Better yet, that squid told them the best possible future for GTA is to add connect functionality. Ha-ha. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Rockstar would never do that, unless it involved <laughs> like waving your penis around. Or, or simulating having a wank. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat controversial. Yeah. Now, now, calm down. It's only what if and cannot be true. Or can it? What do you guys think is the next game changer and what current or future planned IPs have a chance to capitalise and make their mark in the game industry forever? The next game changer. You guys are great. I love the news. Keep up the good work. Long live Halo, Spartan Ops and Verse. It all exists in Halo Wars. Love. Halo Wars. Michael Pinky. So, so what he's asking is, um, yeah, what do you think the next game changer is going to be? God, I think it's streaming. I think it's streaming. Okay. Yeah. So you think that's a game changer? Anything else at all? Uh, you know, this whole kind of like sharing online and stuff. Like, I, I think that only appeals to like a niche few. Not not a few, but a, not a, the whole percentage. I'd say like 30, maybe 20% of people do that. You know, would you ever do I it, might... you? Like consistently? Hmm. Like, I, I would, know. because, you know, that's the way I, but that's the way I am. But, yeah, I, 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 a lot of people do it, but not majority. So, I don't know. I think it's streaming. I think it's having a library of games, a subscription maybe, like PlayStation Plus, and just, you know, doing it that way. Well, I was thinking about this. You know when the PS4 does come out, right? Say I already own Uncharted 2 or Uncharted 3 or whatever, right? Yeah. Do you think they'll have an option where you can put your barcode in or something like that to identify you've got it, or it'll still read the disc to identify you've got it, but obviously can't read the disc in so much as play it? No. That makes too much sense. uh, Yeah, and this whole backwards compatibility thing, I mean, at the start of a console cycle, I feel like it's important because people moan about it so much, but really, you buy a new console to play new games. That's why. Mm, I agree. I agree. Well, what I'd like to see is a game changer. I know it's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, I'd like to see developers coming up with a way, and, and we talked about this a little bit last week, of using Google Maps or Google Street or something like that to incorporate it into actual games, so using real-world locations that are sort of near to you. So I could play a first-person shooter in Preston. That'd be cool. Do you know what I mean? Well, you can do that anyway. Just go outside with a gun. <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean that would be cool if you if you recognize every location because it's near to where you live or something like that i have no idea how they would ever do that in the next 20 years but you know that'd be cool so that's what i'd like to see what about you Amar? what would you like to see 
Um, well, there is one feature that I kept uh, an eye out for uh, for the PlayStation 4. It's um, it might seem a bit trivial, but um, I use uh, gaming headphones. I've got I've right. got Triton AX 360s, and uh, you know there's wires everywhere. There's wires going to the TV, to the console for the power, and then I've got a cable from the headset going into my joypad. Um, I would like to have the option of um, Bluetooth audio streaming. In what respect do you mean uh, yeah. that though? You mean in so you could get because... you, could get, you could buy like a you know like a, a Bluetooth enabled um, Dolby 7.1 headset, um, and it would basically you would get audio streamed from your console. Um, to this headset, so I think it would make it far more immersive. Um, I think for, for me, anyway, that's quite important. There are, I mean, there are some wireless headsets available, aren't there, on the market? But I don't know. I know some people. That, I mean, the best one is um, there was a there's a company called I think they launched they called Astro, um, and I think their yeah. their sort of headsets are quite expensive. But because they're wireless, there's like a I mean, there's like a line of sight sort of thing. So if you sort of move too far away, the audio breaks up. See, the expensive Turtle Beach ones are wireless, aren't they? Yeah. They're very expensive yeah. ones. But the only the only thing I don't know whether whether surround sound is supported over Bluetooth or not. I'm not sure whether that's possible. I think it just depends on the amount of data you send across, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know. With, I don't know. You might be right. And with all of these um, gaming headsets, you've got this, you know, like big base station that you've got to find somewhere as well. And I just think it would be far cleaner. I mean, Apple do that with um, their AirPlay. So if you've got um, AirPlay enabled speakers, you can pipe your MacBook or your iPad or iPhone audio through to a wireless speaker. Um, it's something that Sony and Microsoft ought to be doing as well, I think. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, Sony PS3 already supports Bluetooth, so it probably wouldn't be that much of a stretch for them to do that, I guess. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested to see. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I, sh- I, mean, I don't play much PlayStation as it is, but um, someone did say to me that you can stream um, audio via Bluetooth. I mean, I've got a pair of Bluetooth mm-hmm. headphones that I use um, when I'm out for a run between me and my phone, and that works really well. And I think something similar like that, but for consoles, would be absolutely fantastic. But um, I think I, I think streaming as well. I think there's other one. Um, uh, and I think that could be useful for, you know, for example, FIFA tournaments. I play a lot of FIFA online. And uh, it'd be good to sort of, you know, maybe watch a game that, you know, watch somebody that you could be playing in like a few weeks' time. Um, that sort of thing. So, so then it, the next part of your question, what current or future planned IP? So what's, you know, came out in 2012 that they're going to milk the shit out of? You know, to get as much money as he can in on that particular franchise. What's going to be the next sort of big one? FIFA. <laughs> it's horse, obviously. Yeah, not, they haven't even closely milled that enough, have they? Uh, <laughs> what a, well, they're, what so, they're sort of doing that with Gears of War, aren't they? I mean, I, I mean, I'm. Yeah, but, I mean that's established. I think what he's asking is what new yeah, IP. Say, for instance, Dishonored as an example. You know, that's a new IP. There's only one of it. Are they, they going to, you know, milk the franchise and sort of bring out a load of other Dishonoreds to try and get it established as a as a sort of continuous? world yeah you know? yeah maybe yeah i think that's um that's probably i like think watchdogs thing. could be in danger of it i mean definitely i mean you know what ubisoft are like they'll 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 kind of export the shit out of it won't they yeah so yeah i mean nothing of the stuff they showed on the ps4 launch i would have said is it falls under that category apart from watchdogs i mean that's the, the biggest one that's uh that's going to be doing yeah. that. Because if you if you said at the start of the generation that we'd be sick of Assassin's Creed, you'd be like, wow, what are you talking about? It looks brilliant. But here we are. And we're sick of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you get to that oversaturation point, don't you, where you're just like, oh, I've seen all this now already. 
I want to do something different now, like go around manipulating people's mobile phones and security cameras yeah. and stuff. That's what we want to do that now. For a lot. Um, yeah, I think I can't think of any. I'm trying to think what unique IPs came out. Obviously, uh, Walking Dead's going to be one of those, but I, I hopefully they're not going to milk it. They're just going to make, uh, you know, like a second season, and that's going to be cool. Um, you know, that's the other one, I guess, from last year. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Sleeping Dogs, you think there'll be a sequel to that? That's a good question. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Um, it's possible. It's totally possible. Yeah. I'd like to see Eleanor, a sequel to that. That's never happening. Too expensive, I think. Well, no, too expensive, it is. It's just never happening. I think they could be a, <laughs> no, I think they could be a sequel to Eleanor. Yeah, maybe. It's never happening. I don't think that's happening. No, I think that's you could be right, but I don't because, think you know they've still got the IP. You know, I, I think they could do it. Yeah. And everybody loved it, so why wouldn't they? Anyway, this one's a quick, short one from Rob Mick, and it's just entitled "Email." And he said, "This hi, hi, uh, just Hello. just for Stu, just for Stu, really." I was just thinking that if he ever wants to be on top on Game Center between his friends, maybe he should just let Millie play all of his games for him. Can knock down anyone. That's all, Robin. Uh, P.S. If Ginny is now an iPhone junkie, then he should let everyone know his Game Center nickname. Hope he has played then enjoyed Ash by now. I have downloaded it. I do intend to play it, but I haven't played it yet. So. Well, he's just asking. He's just asking. Whoops. Okay, uh, next one is, of course, from our regular emailer of emails revolving around fecal matter, is... Jason and he says this oh oh oh, you don't know you're beautiful okay (laughs) so he says a little misleading yeah but at least you didn't pay money for that song or did you does everyone remember how the daddy and the diva raved over aliens colonial marines in the demo that they actually played it's going to be awesome they said we can't wait to play with the community. It was so much fun. Then the game turned out to be 96% shit. Meanwhile, Stu condemns Randy Pitchford, a fellow resident of the Lone Star State, for misleading people with a completely different and fake demo. Hypocrisy, I tell you. So I guess Stu and Mike played the fake demo. Well, we actually didn't because it was the multiplayer demo we played. Which was kind of cool. It is. And a lot of people still say the multiplayer aspect of that game is actually okay. You know, most people I've spoken to like the multiplayer, but everything else is shit. Um, You know, the one that was actually really cool. 10 out of 10. Alien $60 at launch. Deadly Premonition $14.99 at launch. That's respect. Now, interestingly, (laughs) although... It's kind of half right. There's been some more stuff come out about the real story and all this. I mean, every website's like the real story behind the the disaster that was Aliens, Colonial Marines, and all this uh, stuff. But apparently that demo uh, was the demo, but they'd optimized it for like a really high-end PC. So that's why it looked so cool. So, And then they said what they had to do to make it run on the consoles was have to sort of strip it back so that it would actually work. So it was never, ever representative of the real. But it wasn't as misleading as we assumed, apparently. You know, that just was how well it was running on that particular yeah, well, platform. it's still bogus. Yeah. It is. Uh, I told you aliens would be shit. 
Chinny, if you honestly want a date with Stu, all you have to do is invite him to the roller rink or simply bribe him with co-op adventures on his makeup and pony apps. Well, I invited, oh, if I wanted a date with him, I invited him to, you know, hickories and... I know. I I'm starting to question who the diva here is. Mm, don't be me, I guess. By the way, Chin, Yo. you feel Sega is crashing. There is no doubt Bayonetta won't save them because she is married to the P.U. But what if they bought a great condemned game out for the launch of the next Xbox? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It, w- it no. wouldn't sell very well, I think. No. Oculus Rift, don't put us in Skyrim. Put us in Slender, Condemned, Amnesia or Dead Space. Ooh, that'd be a bit scary, wouldn't it? Can you imagine that? A Slender game or Condemned and you were actually in the world. I've got enough things to stress about in Dead Space, to be honest. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, shout out to GH. I played the Naruto demo on 360 and 3DS. Uh, though the game is absolutely gorgeous, it is absolute horseshit. Speaking of horseshit, have any of you guys eaten any frozen foods from Tesco lately? Lols. No, but to be honest with you, right, and, and it was interesting, I was listening to Transatlantic Rants and they were talking about the horse meat thing on there, right? And he actually had quite a good point, right? Because the stuff that this is in is like the really shit cheap ready meals, isn't it? Like, you know, like he described that you get at the bottom of the freezer that's covered in ice. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like he said, if you buy that cheap shit, then you deserve to be eating horse. Fair enough. <laughs> I like, you know what? He's kind of right. <laughs> If you're, he said, if you're prepared to feed that crap to your families, you deserve to eat horse. <laughs> anyway, uh, Google Maps implementation into video games. A violent criminal's dream. Just another way for Congress to bash our hobby. No thanks, Duke. Uh, why did Stu and Ching get duked by aliens? We may never know. But one thing we do know is that Duke ain't gonna last long on Super Meat Boy. I think you guys should tell Duke it's fine to just keep playing Skyrim. A dog can lick his balls, but only for so long. If he keeps licking, intervention! New to him! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's quite a good email for him this week. I like that. I like that email. No mention of poo at all, by the way, apart from games being shit. Uh, we've got another one from Antonio Phillips. Two in two weeks, this is entitled. Hello, guys. Hello. 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 I got a spare few mins and I thought I'd take the time to email in. At last, I got a level 50 commando in Borderlands 2. At last. Now, I started another character. Already got her to level 20. I chose to be the siren. Duke, I'm sorry to hear about the Skyrim problem, but really, you went back to it? Wow. Dedicated or mental? I think it's more mental. What do you think? Mm, I mean, mental. Yeah, he's, he's mental. Duke is mental. Amar, what do you think? Mental. There you go. Mike, glad to hear you may get your burgled shit back. Yeah, still <laughs> ongoing. Did he really steal your shit? <laughs> I'll tell you he, was what, good, he was a good burger if he was. I'll tell you what that did for me, actually. When I, when I found out that you'd lost your game saves, I immediately put everything in the cloud. So all my Xbox stuff yeah, straight yeah. in the cloud. Yeah, I didn't do that. There you go. Maybe I'll help. Did him a favour. Yeah. Did him a favour. Yeah, I can just imagine the police coming back or the insurance company and go, all right, here are, Mike. Here's your shit back. <laughs> Like just sticking a big pile of shit in your hands. That'd be lovely. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Including Blops 2. Uh, when you get it back, hit me up and we'll play some zombies. There you go. Uh, oh, by the way, Stu, hello. Hello. In the latest episode, Stu and Mike spoke about the Raptor 2K12 gaming summary, so I thought I'd share mine. So let's have a look. Shall we have a look at this? Are you ready for this? Uh, sure, so, whatever. What did GH Rocker do? 
Okay, here we go. Total hours tracked, 685. Total games played, 102. Uh, total achievements earned, 546. So I don't think it's quite as many as you, Ginny, is it? Not? I, don't uh, as many as you. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Let me squat as many as you. Most played, uh, Mass Effect 3 again. Another Mass Effect 3 for the most played. 150 hours. That is a lot of hours in Mass Effect 3, which was 22% of his gaming time. Black Ops 2 was next at 72 hours, and then the original Black Ops at 56. Uh, most achievements earned were in uh, Team Fortress. Team Fortress 2. He got uh, 57 achievements in that. Or it might be the orange box in total. I don't know, but it's a Team Fortress 2 picture. Uh, 43 in Mass Effect and 40 in The Walking Dead. And his uh, rarest achievement turn was Call of Duty Black Ops shooting in, shooting on location, which was in Call of the Dead, uh, kill 10 zombies with one scavenger shot from over 100 feet away. And only 2.97% of people on there have that. Uh, his most played date was Feb 17th. And his most played month was December. And his most played day of the week was a Saturday. So there you go, that's it. Well done, you. A lot of gaming there, Stu. A lot of gaming. A lot of gaming. Okay. Uh, anyway, here we go. He says, surprise, surprise, Black Ops. So he just goes through what he's done. Question. Backgrounds. What are your backgrounds for the following? PC, Xbox, and PS3. And mobile devices. I shall answer these myself. So what are yours first? And then we'll say what is. So, Chinny, what's the uh, background on your 360? What do you mean, background? Like wallpaper. Oh, what's default. It, what's it like? <laughs> really? Default? Wow. Uh, and PS3? Default. <laughs> PC wallpaper? Uh, my PC, oh, my desktop. Uh, GTA 5. Yeah. Oh, that's good. At least you've got one. Yeah. Jeez. I, I changed my PC desktop to whatever game is coming out that I'm excited about. So it was Mass Effect 3 for a while. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, Amar, what's on yours? P- uh, PS3. PS3. It's the um, it's the Motorstorm uh, Apocalypse theme. Oh, the is that the active one? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So that's cool. And on the 360. Uh, sensible World of Soccer. Ah, very good. <laughs> uh, uh, I like that. And your PC. What's your PC desktop? Uh, PC. It's uh, Mass Effect 2. Yeah, Mass Effect 2. Uh, what about your phone? Uh, well, my, on my phone, I've got um, I've got Green Hill Zone from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and on the iPad, it's just uh, the Apple logo in the background. Uh, because, All right, because... you on your on your on your iPhone uh, five, just one. default. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the Planet Earth one, Kenny. Uh, um, let me have a look. It's just ripples or some shit, I think. Well, I've got it's not on, ripples. On, it's ripples of stuff. It's ripples on the 360. I have Red Dead Redemption, right? And I've had that for years since it came out, more or less. When you got it free with something, uh, so I've got it on the on my PS3. I've got a, like an active Skyrim one where it's uh, you know the character with like sort of smoke swirling around him. Okay. So that's kind of yeah. That's on the PS3. Uh, on my desktop, I've got um, what have we got on my desktop? Yeah, Minecraft, I've got to say. Minecraft, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got to admit it. Huh. Uh, somebody did some really cool sort of arty shots of Minecraft, like in really high res. Right. <laughs> it's a bit defeats the object when you think about it. And it's like a massive sort of palace made in Minecraft with flowers and stuff dangling from it and what have you. So it does look very cool. Okay. It's a very cool place. 
expecting that from you, right? No, Minecraft. And then on my iPad, I've got a picture that I took in Venice. So that's what I have on there. So yeah, so nothing, nothing gaming related at all on that one. So there you go. Anyway, he says on his PC, he's got guess what? What do you think he might have on his PC? Uh, Naruto. Of course. Well done. Well done. Naruto. Um, yeah, Xbox Spectrum pre-installed summer looking one. I don't know what that. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, PS3 Fallout New Vegas and his phone. Ashley Roberts half naked. Don't judge. You know, that's fine. You're a teenager. That's what teenagers do. We're, we're fine with that. Ashley Roberts is who? Um, and she's on Dancing on Ice at the moment, and she's on Anton Deck Saturday Night Takeaway, and she did quite well in the jungle. Oh, so she? she's out of, yeah, she's out of, what was the group she was in? I can't bloody remember now. Go, old girl group with Beyonce, wasn't it? Or was it not that? Or was it Pussycat Dolls? <laughs> she was in some. I was say, she was in some. Three in Destiny's Charm. No, she was. It was Pussycat Dolls. She was in nothing. She was in some of that anyway. Some something. Uh, anyway, weekly Naruto update. The Naruto Three Storm demo released on XBL and PSN, and it was awesome. A little short, however, my pre-order is still safe. Okay, see ya. GH. PS. Sorry, I didn't turn up for the Blocks Two play date. I had Spanish coursework. Also, I got my report report card uh, to you Americans, and it says I'm on my way to getting an A, Mister P. Uh, in Spanish, however, a D. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, well done. So anyway, well done you. Well done you. And keep up the good work. You know, sometimes a game, sometimes not. And uh, yeah, final one. We have got one in off. <laughs> Jason Golliher, one's not enough for him this week. This is only very quick. One sentence is this entitled. Media Molecule, Sony's Downfall, Dancing Musical Turd Puppets. Jason. <laughs> so this is this is referring to the demo on the PS4 where they sort of carved characters using the move control and then made them into puppets in these. So right. I thought that was kind of cool actually. I, I kind of like that. We didn't really talk about that earlier. Uh, and that's it. That's it for all the emails this week. It's kind of a few. Yeah, that kind was a few. few. Mm. That was a few. So as always, thank you to everybody who emails in. And on that note, we need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here because that's that's pretty much it for this week again. We just need to do some shout-outs. So, uh, as always, guest goes first. So, Amar, over to you. Okay, um, shout-out to um, Reese, Ian, Simon, Dan, uh, Viking Mackham, comic book villain, Tai UK, Nigel the Chat, Pickle King, and Brian Bloodaxe. Wow, lots of shout-outs there. Yeah. He's impressive stuff. Planning this, mate. This is like he'd thought about it and everything. Preparation, mate. Preparation. Who'd have known? Who'd have known? How <laughs> dare you make me look uh, I know. Chidi, who you shout out? I don't know. Like, Amar, I, I guess. That's the easy one, right? I guess yeah, that's an, an easy one. one, isn't it? Put that one in the I bag. guess that's, that's like, you know, that's a cop out, though, isn't Because yeah. we're, we're both going to thank, you know, Amar for coming on and helping yeah, us out. I like so. copping it. It's good. Feels good. Yeah, big cop out. Is that it, though? No others? Nope. Really? That's it. Not a, not a sausage? Nope, that's it. Stop stalling uh, for your own. I accept your shout out. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I've I've got kind of an easy one, really, because Duke sent me an email and said, uh, you know, can you can you shout out the people who came to the Blops 2 play day? So I'm going to do that. Aha, uh-huh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I know. So these are the people who turned up for the Blops 2 play day were Ian W99. Right. Tornado GB, Step J, 
nice Danger Mouse emblem, he says. Master Zulu, Willow 2, I think that is. Willow 2 and Ninja X6. And uh, next week will be Counter-Strike Global Offensive on the Steam Box. So that's what it is, on the PC. Now, you see, I should turn up again, but I'm just going to have my ass handed to me again, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. But then I paid for the game, so I should at least bloody play it every once in a while, I suppose, and get my ass handed to me. So I'll I'll have another go. I'll have another go. I'm just going to get the shit killed out of me, aren't I? Whatever. Not kicked, killed. That's what's going to be happening to me. Um... Yeah, so, you know, I'm going to... And, uh, of course, and I've shouted out nearly every week at this point for some reason, but I've got to shout out School Duggar uh, 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 again. Um, because I've been getting on the mixing a bit, you know, doing a few mixes and stuff. Have you know, you getting really? Yeah, I've got DJ on, the, DJ on the iPad, and it works kind of well, and it's DJAY. It's 14 quid, so it's not cheap app. It's not cheap out. But it works it works kinda well. It's it's simple, it's got a good interface, it's it's alright for mixing. You can you know, get a monitor lead so that you can listen to the next track coming in, so and so all that sound it's kinda jive, but I haven't got that. But anyway, I was chatting to him and it's it's fine, but it's hard to match beats particularly well on it without having a monitor headphones so you can hear when the next track's coming in. But what what he said to me, he said, Well why don't you you can download virtual DJ on your PC for free as long as you're using it for home use and not going to do it for commercial stuff, and it's got everything you need. So I thought, oh, I'll give this a whirl. So I downloaded it, and it's proper cool. It's a really cool little proper thing for cool. free. Really good. Really, really good. So I've been having a lot of playing with that, so I'm going to put some mixes together, um, you know, uh, and, and send it over to see if he gets in the big mix. Some, you know, the big mix. Cut some jams, as the kids say. I don't know if that's what I'm the kids put. say. I'm going to do some old school piano classics, you know what I mean? Right. That's what's going to Oh, it's Mario. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, similar like that. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to you. Um, I'll shout out Transatlantic Rounds because I'm listening to that. Um, I've been doing a bit more traveling lately, so I've been listening to more podcasts. Um, and I think that's it for me. Wait. I think that's it for me. What did you do? Is that it? Is that it? We all, we've all done our shout-outs. Actually, I've got really. a quick one, actually, for Skull Duggerer. Um, I had, a, uh-huh. had an interesting Twitter conversation with him where um, I think uh, because of the amount of beer he drinks, he's uh, spending an awful lot of time in the bathroom. So I hope he gets his constipation sorted out. Oh, he's not drinking Guinness, is he? <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. Ah, oh. oh, jeez. The brown stuff, as he calls it. So, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the best of things are for your bowel movements, is it? Nope. Nope. Drinking Guinness or the brown stuff. It's probably some sort of weird ale or something, isn't it? You know what I mean? All the Americans are going, Ew. oh, and I should shout out Duke as well. You know, he's not. Oh, here. yeah. We should, Duke. Yeah. We'd forgotten that, weren't we? Oops. But no, we, we should shout. Look, we missed him. We missed him. We missed his oh, sound bites. I did, uh, I did toy with the idea of having my uh, MacBook set up with uh, sound bites, but I didn't have enough time to grab all the ones I wanted. So maybe next time, eh? Thank God for that. <laughs> Jesus wept. Uh, but yeah, massive thanks to you, Amar, for coming on. Yeah, and, thanks. Uh, no worries, guys. It's very kind anytime, of you. Anytime. Maybe we'll yeah. sack I, Duke. Yeah, yeah, if we ever have to sack anyone, you know. It'll be me. If we ever sack him, it'll be yeah. me because I do nothing. <laughs> yeah, very cheating. Uh, you're more than welcome on again. Obviously, and obviously, we need someone to fill in. You're more than welcome. So I will no give problem. you a shouty. Uh, and that's it. So we need to get a hello to here. So see you later. Adios. Goodbye. Uh, au revoir. Ciao. And I can't think of any others. Um, Alfredo's name? Why don't you? Why?
I watched, I watched Django, by the way. All right. How was that? What do you think? It's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Is it good? Jamie Fox is good. Is it, is it, is it sort of up to Quentin's sort of best Tarantino, stuff? It? It's Tarantino. So there's lots of swearing, swearing lots of cool dialogue. Uh, and lots of blood, red lots, you know, violence. Um, yeah. Single, you know, very easy, simple goals, local Tarantino, like very clear objectives. Right. Um, you know, uh, it's pretty good. I, pretty good. I watched a film this week, which was a bit weird. What was that? Not a weird film, but we watched, right, Kay was like, oh, I want to watch Bridesmaids. I want to watch Bridesmaids. Right. Have you seen this? I've seen Bridesmaids, actually, yeah. Right, so I thought, oh, I watched Bridesmaids. It was proper weird. It was weird, right? That Matt Lucas was in it for a start off, right? Yes, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he just turns up, right? And his sister's Australian, but he's English, and she's meant to be English, but still sounds Australian. I pay way too much attention to this than I do. <laughs> right, so there's that. And then the dude from the IT crowd's in it. Which one? <laughs> The guy, who, oh, the guy who, um, who plays the policeman in it, who fancies her. See the guy, see the guy with the big hair. What's his name? Um, no, Richard Odege. Adel- no, 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 it's not him. No, it's the other, the other dude. Yeah, it's it's, it's the guy, the Irish guy. Yeah, him. Yeah, him. I don't know what his name is, but he's he plays quite a big role in it, right? And then he's meant to be this presumably Irish American, but just sounds Irish. <laughs> I'm just like, okay then. But he's, he's kind of good in it. But it it's was a funny. It it's was a funny a, film. I know. I was expecting it to be funnier somehow, though. No, I was expecting it to be dire, to be honest. Uh, Did you? Yeah. I just... No, I expected it to be funnier. The funniest bit for me was the bit with where they're in the bridal shop. I thought was hilarious and very cringy. You know. Uh, I remember, mate. It's been a while, to be honest. Are we? They all get. The... Are we really talking about chick flicks now, guys? Yeah, yeah but she get. But right, it's a chick flick, <laughs> but. She, they, they all get food poisoning. So, is and they're in obviously this very expensive bridal shop that you have to buzz a buzzer to get in, trying on all these really expensive dresses, and then realise they all have to shit themselves. So it's it's kind You're of you're kind of filming, really, isn't it? Yeah, and one of them's doing a shit in the sink in the, in this <laughs> marble sink. Uh, and yeah. one woman's being sick in the toilet, then another woman comes rushing in because she and, and sick on top of her head. <laughs> And you're sat there going, oh my god, that is disgusting. So it's not, it, you think it's a chick flick, but it kind of is and kind of isn't at the same time. <laughs> but yeah. It's got that, so. um, I forget her name actually, it's that, that, it's that actress, um, Australian actress in there, um, the one who was in 28, 28 Weeks Later, and mm. also in the X Men as well. I forget her name. I have no idea. I have no idea. But the, the the woman who we wanted to watch, because we went to watch, God, what was that? It was, we went to watch the thing at Christmas that was, I can't remember what the hell it was called now, that was like the, um, oh, God, like, like the Glee piss take thing, where it was about the singing clubs in this sort of high school college thing. And the, the Australian actress who's in that, the big fat one, who's, who's obviously Matt Lucas's sister in the film, is, is in this film called Fat Amy. <laughs> That's why she says, what's your name? Fat Amy. <laughs> and she said, why do you call yourself that? She said, well, I always call myself that before, before someone else before calls somebody me. Else says, yeah. <laughs> Rose Byrne, that's the actress. And is that her? Is that her? No, she's the other one. The one who's not uh, big. <laughs> all right, okay. 
But yeah, so it, so it, but that was that was very funny. So I was expecting her to be in it a lot more. And she was barely she was only in it a bit at the beginning. So yeah. have, but it was all. Did, have any of you guys been to Die Hard Five yet? Not no, yet. Don't, no. don't. Don't. It will. Oh, it will, I've it will heard ruin bad things, it. Actually, yeah. it will. Well, it's funny. I mean, Tanya's back to video gaming. In the last couple of shows, you talked about embargoes, and my view is that any product that has an embargo on there for reviewing. It's automatically yeah. shit. And Die Hard yeah. 5 will, if you watch it, it will ruin your memories of Die Hard 1, 2, 3, and 4. It's not wow. a good movie. It is really, really awful. 1 and 2. And I wish was the one where he had the sandwich board and he sent into Harvard. 3. three. That was quite that was good. good. Yeah, 3 was quite good. 4 was a bit ropey. I thought 4 was quite good. It, they had amazing villains. I didn't mind villains. 4, to be honest. They had amazing villains, but in Die Hard 5, it's just basically three long action sequences strung together and it's shit it is just yeah. off it's, it's not it's not worth watching I'll be honest um, get it out when it comes out on DVD or on Love Film it's a big disappointment so yeah I'm not sure I'm even that bothered to be honest don't know mm, I don't know oh well I guess we better go yep. yeah yes, better so. go. well thank you again Amar and uh, obviously Duke will be back next week as far as we're aware and obviously, Amar will be back when we need someone to fill in, I guess. No problem, guys. Okie dokie. Thank you for coming on. Ukulele, ukulele.